It's the Pizza Party Podcast. I'm Pan Pizza. Who are you people? I'm Jim Nolan. I don't have a joke this time. <laughs> and who's the other guy? Wait. Oh, oh, me. Who's me? this? Uh, yeah. oh. oh, hey, hey, hey. How's everybody doing? How? how tell us. How are you yeah. doing? I'm. Who, who are you? Hi, I'm. Hi, I'm Nolan. No. Okay. Okay. I'm. <laughs> this, this is Chris. This is Chris, and like he followed me around during Comic Con, and every time like a fan finds me because they see I have a pan pizza shirt, he always says, "Oh, hi, I'm Nolan," which is a fucking lie. Oh my god! What the fuck? My identity is being stolen from me. Yeah, that's... identity theft. Identity theft is no joke. Yeah. What the fuck, Chris? Yeah. Oh. What the fuck? Yeah. Oh, what? What? It's not okay to steal some people's fave? Come yeah. on. Yeah, you mean like the way you steal stole Ken's position, you asshole? Oh, yeah. This is look at this is our new replacement. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's kind of like Ken is like David Lee Roth, and this guy's like Sammy Hagar. Ooh, that's, that's too obscure for me. I don't know what you just said. Uh, okay, that wasn't meant. <laughs> yeah, there's like two two fans just asked their dad. Hey, um, I know you like Van Halen, but what's the deal with Sammy Hagar? <laughs> Explain That's what, like, seriously, someone paused this and asked their dad in the Vanda school that reference. Ex- Chris, explain who you are. Okay, okay. In, in actuality, my name is Chris. I live here in sunny California. I'm not going to say the exact location. Um, I am a student in community college at the moment, but I have a passion for animation. And over the past year, I've been trying to get my way in the animation industry, and I would say that I'm pretty close. And I met Pan at San Diego Comic-Con, and I was like, hey, I know you know a bunch of people at Tipmouse, and then Pan was like, oh, that's cool. Want to be on the podcast? And I was like, sure. So that's why I'm here. He begged to be on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I'm so, I did. That's the, you didn't, that's you didn't the make sad him, You didn't make him like eat a sock full of pennies like you did the no, other no. person. No, not this yeah, time. You don't want to know what I had to do to get on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. It's all on the deep web. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. Well, you'll you'll see it eventually. So the next video is going to be Jimmy Neutron, Boy Genius. Uh, the movie or TV series? Uh, the movie, but I touch on the TV series. Remember Jimmy Neutron? Yeah. I saw, I saw that movie in theaters with my dad. I remember it. I remember that as if it was... 2001, was it? 2002? It was 2001. Yesterday. It was was nominated the same year as Monsters, Inc. and Shrek. The thing about the Oscars is that they're they're full of very rich celebrities. And at at a certain point, people were like, yeah, animation is cool. And then at a certain point, new people came in with funding and was like, yeah, animation is not really that cool. Not to say they don't they they, they hate animation, but there's definitely a lot less approval. Well, they, no, that's that's true. They had to get it wasn't until what's it Katzenberg had to like really fight to get that category. Like and they'd been talking about it for like five like seven, eight years trying to get the best animated feature. Because like if you were animated, the only thing you'd win before was best song, which is 
like pretty pathetic. Wasn't there a time when uh, Beauty and the Beast almost won a uh, Best Picture? It did. Yeah, it, it was nominated, but it was it uh, Silence of the Lambs beat it. Um. Um, but the way it did it, the way everyone says it did it was it played what's called, and if you get one of the older DVDs, you can watch it. It's called the Work in Progress cut, and they played at the New York Film Festival. No one had seen animated film that wasn't completely finished before so people were so fascinated by it they ended up critics and all these big people go to the new york film festival and so that helped it get nominated because people were so like oh my god i didn't realize how much work goes into this i just thought it just appeared or something but it but yeah. it is <laughs> watch the work in progress cut of beauty and the beast is if you're into animation and are learning about animation it's it's a really good uh, thing to watch. I don't know if it's on the Blu-rays, but I have on the older DVDs it has it. Yeah, I'm always amazed that like critics that are well into their like um, middle ages and upwards always just view animation as just like this thing that happens. Like nobody ever considers that. Yeah. Hey, maybe this is a lot of hard work. Or they don't know the history of it. Or sometimes I'll I'll read something from them and I go, I feel like you just lowballed this whole review and went, it's nice, and I'm like. Oh. Okay. I mean, that's fine. I'm glad you gave it a good review, but it seems like incredibly patronizing, you know? Yeah. I mean, there was that thing, uh, I think, two years ago when Frozen uh, was nominated for something. Like, all the people voting for who wins this Best Animation Award, they were like, uh, I didn't see any of the movies. Uh, I guess I'll give it to Disney, Frozen. Oh, yeah. There was this yeah, variety that, that happened, or Hollywood. Um, was it, it was like a story by Cartoon Variety Group. or Hollywood Reporter. And they... And they uh, interviewed people who voted, and that's what they kept saying about animated feature. That's why Disney always wins, because and it's going to suck this year because uh, Charlie Kaufman, director of what's his, what's it called, um, Being John Malkovich, he's coming out with an animated film this year called Anomalisa, mm-hmm. and yeah. that's probably not going to win animated film. Well, and that's I, I don't know if Inside Out also came out this year, so I think Inside Out might win. Just but in, I haven't no one's. I haven't talked to anyone who's seen the Charlie Kaufman thing, so I well, can't it's not, say. it's not out yet. It's coming out yeah. um, this but, December. But you know what else is eligible for Best Animated Feature? Uh, regular show, the movie. <laughs> Yay! Because I, hey, I looked at the eligible list, and I was like, oh, because it played in a theater for a week. That's why they did that. Um, so it could be eligible. I don't think it'll get it. And I don't know if it should, but I would I would enjoy that it did. <laughs> of all the movies. No, what, what, what if I'm... Uh, Helen back gets gets. gets oh God! Warm. No, please! No, oh, no, no! Oh God! Strange, no. strange magic didn't get on the eligible list, which I was surprised by. Because all you have to be is an animated film released in theaters. You don't have to be good <laughs> to be eligible. It's not like they used to put like even uh, what's it the um uh like even the Chipmunks movie just so they could have because if you have over a certain amount, you can have five nominees. And so they just put anything they could. Oh. Would be, but the list is like, hold on, I can send you the list. This reminds me like uh, during the Kids' Choice Awards for Nickelodeon, they always like, they, I don't know, there's a real bias on their best animated films. Because like one year they had SpongeBob, Fairy Odd Parents, and Tom and Jerry. Like no Adventure Time, nothing recent. What Tom and Jerry's just there as a placeholder. Well, I wonder you know. why. Like, as as serious as everyone takes the Nickelodeon kids' choice, <laughs> I do. Actually, I'm I'm looking at the uh, list right now. There's a couple movies I haven't seen. Uh, 
There's The Boy and the Beast by, I forget his name, uh, Mamoru Hasoda, who directed Summer Wars and The Girl Who Left Through Time. And then there's, um, which is actually, like, he, that's pretty good. And then there's Shaun the Sheep, the movie. I love that movie. I actually think that was better than Inside Out, in my opinion. Hmm. I think that would might get nominated. But who knows, because so much can change between now and when these things happen. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it could come out that Shaun of the Sheep is really Nazi propaganda that no one will vote for. Yeah. <laughs> I did not see that coming. Oh. <laughs> Watch, like, in a month, you're like, how did he know? <laughs> Damn, like, it was just a joke, but someone takes that fan theory and makes it into a legit thing. Oh, I'm sure somebody's, like, going, like, the same kid who asked his dad about Sammy Hagar goes, Dad, we have to go to Redbox right now. <laughs> investigate <laughs> <Okay>. this film. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm taking the day off to watch Sean the Sheep and write my fan theory on Tumblr. I don't like how Sean's holding out his arm like that. It looks like a Hail Hitler sign. Hmm. Something strange is here. But hey, you want to get into the news? Yes, okay. please. Dragon's Lair, the fantasy adventure where you become a valiant knight on a quest to rescue the fair princess from the clutches of an evil dragon. <laughs> You lead on, adventurer. Your quest awaits. Hey, remember Dragon's Liar by Don Bluth? You mean Dragon's Liar? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Slexic idiot. <laughs> oh. oh. Head down the path to the Too wandering soon. trail on the left, and you will find the Dragon's Lair. Chris, no one understands your Samurai Jack quotes. Three people are going to get it. That's a fork in the road. Follow the rocky path. It will take you to the dragon's lair. Where will the other one take me? Space Ace! (laughs) (laughs) No one understands you, Chris. (laughs) No. (laughs) Okay, so Don Bluth is making a... Okay, a Kickstarter for Dragon's Lair. It's... He's requesting $500,000, although it's not for the movie. It's for, like, a... An automatic, I believe. What, what was it? Anyone know? It's. To, I thought it was to pitch the movie to studios, to, to be like a proof of concept. Yeah, proof of concept to pitch to studios. So you're not really getting a movie if this succeeds. You're getting a... Well, you're not getting it. The, the studios are getting a a pitch thing yeah. to see... Wait, that's what it yeah. was? I thought it was like, if you fund this pro uh, Kickstarter, then we can put Dragon Slayer on a Blu-ray disc and you can watch the movie rather than yeah. play the game. Haven't they done that with a DVD? Oh, no. I think it's... I don't know. I, I know it's all on know. it's all on YouTube. You can watch all the animated parts. You know they actually okay. You know they actually released Dragon's Lair on Game Boy Color. Yeah, like they the actual did. like the the full motion video on oh. Game Boy Color. The same footage, but like with three colors instead, and it's like amazing that they like. Why would they do this? Well, because when you that, that's just a simple term in technology we call compression. Like you can do that with anything. I know, but why? It's just whether or not it look, why I uh, my yeah. answer is just so that way you know. Here, okay, here's the thing: compressing a video game is a lot easier than making a brand new game. Like yeah. you guys ever did you guys ever play Dragon's Lair on the NES? Yeah, it's a completely it's different game. Yeah, yeah, it's a totally different game. You know, um, rather than doing that on the Game Boy, they just thought, hey, why don't we just, you know, take the games and make it, you know, what is it called? Like Simon Says and compress the whole game. You know, it takes time. It takes time, but it saves a lot of time and makes more money. So that's why they do it. It doesn't matter how shitty a game. And this was before the Internet. So if the game was really, really bad, they already got your money. It didn't matter. Unless you read a magazine. 
What next? <laughs> what, what? Okay. What issue of Nintendo Power honestly had like Dragon's Lair on Game Boy? You know, I'm, I'm sure nobody covered it. Hey, hey, I remember I found out about this game on a Nintendo Power. That's how I found it. Honestly. Well, I fucked myself up in the ass. Shit, Damn. I didn't know that. <laughs> Look, I, re- I read a lot of Nintendo Power during the N64 era. I know these things. Just because you can doesn't mean you should make a Dragon's Lair for Game Boy. Like, why not just make it for Dragon's Lair for Atari? Like, even less colors. They did. No. <laughs> not, not the full motion. <laughs> no, they... If they did, I'm pretty sure it's not the full motion video version. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> a little thing pointing a sword at stuff. <laughs> Like, you're going into minimalist territory. Yeah, honestly, this whole thing reminds me of uh, when um, Capcom decided, hey, you know what we're going to do? We're going to port the entirety of Resident Evil 1 onto Game Boy Color. <laughs> and they got 95% into it, and then they were just like, hey, guys, uh, I don't I don't think this was a good idea. <laughs> oh, gee, you think? <laughs> oh, God. I mean, it's like uh... a joke version. I mean, that are... It's weird that they were done, but they were like, yeah, screw it. Who cares? Well, they were almost done. Yeah, almost. Like they, got, they, they got a considerable amount done. Oh. And I think there's a ROM online, if I'm not mistaken. And I, probably- I think a couple of years ago, like there was actually some guy online like saying like, hey, I have the original ROM of uh, Resident Evil, this version or something. And if anybody wants it, you'll have to pay me one thousand dollars. Which that's not too. Bad. I'm actually surprised. I'm actually surprised no one paid that much because that that seems like a fair amount in my opinion. Yeah, that's like strange. Well, I guess it's like a collectible. <laughs> like, hey, the original ROM files of Resident Evil Game Boy. Gee whiz, this is a great <laughs> game. They, they they did the same with Game uh, Donkey Kong Country. They put that into Game Boy Color, and it was okay. It looks like shit. I had it growing up. Here's the thing. I had it growing up as a kid, so. There might be a little bit biased that, but I went back and replayed it. It's just, it's okay. It's not you know well, great. It's just okay. But yeah, they didn't they also port it to Game Boy Advance, which looks a lot. Which of course is going to look a lot better since Game Boy Advance looks just as almost as good as Super Nintendo. Yeah, but Dragon's Lair, the Kickstarter. So it's not the it's not the movie. It's a it's a concept pitch or something. The same thing. Well, yeah, they did. They did port to Donkey Kong Country, the Game Boy Advance. I, I didn't know that. That's interesting. I got to pick that up now. Told you. So it's so the same thing happened with uh, the movie, well, the comic book adaption to movie adaption of The Goon. Anyone remember this Kickstarter? Oh, yes. Uh, I remember The Goon. Didn't, did that succeed? Well, it made it got its Kickstarter money, but uh, we never heard anything from it. Well, proof of, proof of concepts happened... Quite frequently, like they, I know they did one for Fifty Shades of Grey, but they also did the first short in Sin City, with the of the first Sin City that was made as a proof of concept to show to Frank Miller, and that's how he got the rights to make the movie. So they happen quite a lot, but usually you never see them because they're just there as to be like, will this work? And they can be like, yes or no. Yeah, you know? same with District Nine and such. Oh, District Nine has. Oh, I remember that short because when he was doing that. Halo thing that short went everywhere because everyone was like, "Who is this guy who's going to do Halo?" And then didn't do Halo, but Dope. was going to. Wasn't Steven Spielberg supposed to be the uh, director of the Halo TV series? What? Yeah. He, well, this Steven was like Spielberg. this was a previous this was a previous thing, but he he's like an executive producer, which means I'm sure they showed him a script and he said, "Yeah, that looks like a script." Ten percent. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, they already made a Halo movie. It's called Starship Troopers. <laughs> That's a good movie. I like that movie. Because well, pretty much every great video game is always like a knockoff of a of a famous film. Like uh, Metroid is just aliens and stuff. Yeah. Contra is just Rambo and Predator. Rambo and aliens mixed together. Rambo, aliens, and Predator all together. And you couldn't. The thing is, is like Starship Troopers is is a really good movie. So it'd be hard to do better than that unless you made it stupid which is why no one watches starship troopers two or three yeah i mean if they make a movie everyone's just gonna say well this is just like starship troopers or if they make an uncharted movie everyone's gonna say oh this is just uh indiana jones it'd be yeah it's like like you have 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 a theory for it you know hold on i have a question for you jim uh the goonies did people compare the goonies to indiana jones back in the day um Maybe. I mean, it was, they were both written, Spielberg produced Goonies, so I think people just like, didn't, it's semi like it, but I don't think it's enough that you'd really say anything about it. I think the posters are more like each other than the movies. Yes, uh, fair enough. I I think when, I think when you like, um, if you write it in a specific way that feels different, people will be like, oh, you know, it's a good movie, so. I mean, if it's good enough, people will like, eh, it's a knockoff, but at least it's a fun movie. Like, I guess uh, Tintin, that's essentially your Indiana Jones. Well, it's just an adventure film, really. Yeah, well, it is. I mean, it's Spielberg again. So, But he he made it because when he made Indiana Jones, all the French critics were like, oh, this is like Le Tintin. So, and, and Spielberg then went and read Tintin. Like, he'd never, it's not a big American comic. And so he was like, what is Tintin? And he read it and then he made the movie well he made the movie like 30 years later but it is like kind of the better it's like the better fourth indiana jones movie is how i look at tintin yeah i mean i mean uh, like tintin did horribly in america like financial wise for the movie but like overseas it made it made all its money back in a lot more well they they didn't expect it to make money here it did okay for a property nobody's heard of but even when i saw it in new york there was like a little European kid in the back going like, oh, snowy and stuff. But like there was no American kids. It was all like European people in the theater. It was really strange. It was uh, like, but this, it's not the kind of movie you'd expect. I want to go see the movie with my dad. Literally, there was one grown man all the way in the back. And you'd be, and the funniest thing was that after we watched the movie, my dad said hello to him. Turns out he was um, a, a Vietnam general. And he talked for like um, days about his. Um, <laughs> it, 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 so it was the weirdest thing. We watched the movie, and then we talked to this Vietnam general, and he was really nice about it. So that that was fun, you know. What the f- are you talking about? Damn! Now I forgot what I was gonna say. There were a lot of like clearly like European tourists and stuff there. It was it was a weird like like what is going on here? But like most pe- most Americans I talked to didn't see it because. I had read the I read Tintin a little bit, and I read the comics it was based on, but no one else was that into it. So I, it's kind of cool because you know Spielberg directed the actors, and then he went, "Okay, I'm done. Peter Jackson, do all this other crap with the CG and shit. I'm I'm gonna go make Warhorse. It's like uh, Peter Jackson's Access, but with Spielberg's like." actually understanding story and action sequences. But this reminds me, like, uh, I remember I watched Tintin, like, forever ago in, like, 90s Nickelodeon. <laughs> like, in, I don't know, like, 98 or something. 
And I remember there was yeah, they played at like eight a.m. or something like that. <laughs> there was a scene where um, Tintin, like I don't know, I forget, he just punches someone. And I thought it would be really funny if I were to just like r- walk up to my cousin and punch her in the face. <laughs> anyway, next the movie news. Is actually kind of. The movie how is how kind did that? Bad. Wait, how did that go? I don't know. <laughs> you don't know? Oh, you just blanked that out. Wow, that's bad. <laughs> You just have a blank in your memory. This is what, when, this is why they say that uh, cartoons are imitatable. <laughs> when I was when I was like really little, I was like two or three, and my sister was like a, a baby. I like looked at her and went like, "I wonder what would happen if I just push her over." And I did. <laughs> oh, I was like, "Jim, you don't do that to babies." And then in my head, I honestly remember thinking, "Oh, okay, that's what you. I don't do that." It's good to know. <laughs> what the fuck? When you're a little kid, you think things like, what happens yeah. if I do this? I don't know. <laughs> it can be fun. Well, like, oh, oh, speaking of little kids, anybody see the Peanuts movie? I did not. I haven't seen oh, it yet. yet. I saw Dude, it's actually, like, it's really good. The kids in that movie are assholes. <laughs> oh. They are pieces of shit. I'm not talking about the acting. I'm talking about, like, what the characters do, and it's so good. It's, exa- it's not the best pe- Peanuts movie, but... Well, it's I the still... only Peanuts movie, so I guess it is no, the best. No, no. Uh, no, you ever watch A Day with Charlie Brown from 1969? That was oh. in theaters. A lot of people don't remember oh. that. Oh. Yeah, it was. <laughs> okay. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, um, but a uh, uh, quick note on the Peanuts movie. Uh, not the best Peanuts movie, but, you know, take your kids, go see it. It's, it's a good movie. I like it. Mm-hmm. I approve. Or take someone else's kids. Okay, I haven't seen the movie yet, but I'm hoping the Peanuts movie, it just ends on him, like seen the football by that one girl uh whatever he's he sees the football and he's gonna go run up and chase it and then right as he about he's about to kick it like it freeze frames and you just hear like i can see that you know there's no pop music in the in the movie Okay, good. And I looked up uh, the thing you're about it's uh it's a date what is it what did you say it's another day charlie brown or I just uh, a found, day with Charlie Brown. Yeah, I just found it's Arbor Day, Charlie Brown, which sounds like the worst special <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. You're in the Matrix, Charlie Brown. <laughs> it's Arbor Day. What do they sit around and go like, hey, we don't have the day off, but there's leaves on the ground or something. It's Labor Day, Charlie Brown. What, what are we going to do? We're going to sleep late and not ask questions. That's what we were going to do, Charlie. It's better than that one canned peanut special. Oh, what? Learn about the Holocaust, Charlie Brown. Oh, yeah. That was a sad <laughs> that one. one was, that one was dark. Uh, you know, I like Pigpen in it, though. He was good. Yeah. Good grief, Hitler. Oh. <laughs> it's like they find out Hitler's tragic backstory and they found out Hitler could never kick the football, too. Whoa, that's deep. Because then you're like, you're like, if you if you uh, relate to Charlie Brown, maybe you're relating to Hitler. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> That could be okay, deep. So, They're like, um, They're, yeah, I kind of like this concept. I'm down. Damn. Uh, Jim? <laughs> yes. All right, so a boy named Charlie Brown, released on December 4th, 1969, ran for 86 minutes, had a budget of $1.1 million, and after box office, got $6 million. Wait, so. it says it's a documentary. What? Hey, was this the what? only? No, um... no, no. A boy, a boy named Charlie Brown, nineteen sixty-nine. Are you? Wasn't that the musical? Yeah, it, it, yeah, it was the musical. The only reason I know that is because um, it's the one of the musical performances was starred heads. <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> I can't talk today. But um, 
The only reason I know that is because that exists because Anthony Rapp started it and he was Mark and Rend. Oh God, I knew right when you right when you started, I was like, I know where this is ending, but let me see. It's like it's like, hey, hey, let let's talk about this one movie from 1969. Oh, and then we go to Rent somehow. I mean, God. Will there be a week where we don't talk about or you guys don't talk about rent? Nope. Sorry. No. Maybe when I review rent, but then we'll just talk about how I did review rent. Yeah. Talk to, I'm so excited for Jim to review rent, everybody. The campaign. Well, are you, those... you going to review rent, Jim? Uh, before the end of the year, but that's all I'll say. It'll do happen. It. Do it. Do it. You, you, should do, you should do it. You should do like you. and put like ten thousand dollars in a budget and have fireworks and fly up in the air. No, if he really wanted to do it like the nostalgia critic, he would um kickstart his own fucking review. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, I could do it, and then it could never come out. But you just see pictures of me with this great set, and and I flew people in just for exposure. Oh uh, yeah. Then when you do release it, it's literally the worst thing ever, and you just have really shitty props and really shitty writing. That's that's pretty much what it's gonna be. So no, let's talk about let's talk about the uh, nostalgia critic game show for a second because oh, I really nice. feel like ripping ripping shit into Go this because it's so funny. Okay, so it's a pop culture game show, and uh, the first the first physical challenge to this is the this is the opening scene of the first episode. The first thing you see, it's first foot forward. It's the little fucking a little tykes uh, fishing game. It's that it's that plastic um, toy that spins around. The fish come up. Then you take a magnet like a fishing line. You grab it, and you got to get as many fish as you can. That was the first physical challenge. I thought they were supposed to do a life-size version of that. That was the whole point of the Kickstarter. No. Nope. They couldn't fucking afford it. Why? why? What? I don't see why people I, try to do game shows online. That's clearly not a, a, like a YouTube thing. That's more of a... TV syndication thing. Yeah, you know? no one watches game shows like out of like interest. Like it's just like, hey, this is on TV. Put that on. Yeah, it's like the, I, on, the only one. I, the only one I watch is a uh, Family Feud, and that's just because Steve Harvey is <laughs> hilarious in it. But that that's that's it. You know that like Idiot Test is terrible. Uh, Elevator. I saw the preview for that. That's terrible. You know, just go back to Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. I mean, I'm waiting for uh, our dystopian future game shows. The ones where like people die. Oh, like in the numberlies? I don't know what that is, but maybe like that. I don't know. Oh, you know what that is. Don't Num tell me you don't know what that is. <laughs> Number. <laughs> Wait, isn't that that? What? It's the, it's the Amazon Prime pilot. Oh, right. Hey, that was a, that was the next news article. The numberlies pilot. Unless, unless uh, Nolan, you want to continue riffing on uh, the game show thing? Um, no, we can move on if you want to. I yeah. just mostly wanted to talk about how the first physical challenge was a fucking uh, Fisher Price game, because that that just never ceases to amuse me. Basically, it just I love it so much. Basically, a uh, a game that you can buy at a gas station for like a dollar. <laughs> no, oh, it's, it's at least three dollars. <laughs> I mean, this I saw the second episode of their game show. Like the set actually improved, but like it was still pretty like hard to watch because it everyone felt like felt so falsely enthusiastic and oh there was this ed cosplayer from ed and eddie and he, he... no that one of the um things you have to do for the um if you like miss a question or something then you have to dress up as a character and like oh, talk as that character or something well he made it he made it somewhat tolerable everything else was awful 
I would purposely I, lose that challenge just to dress up as Ed. That is not a good thing. You know? keep the costume. I tried to get my sister onto that game show, but she never followed up with me about it. <laughs> it was like me very sad. Nolan, I'm not going on this shit. <laughs> I mean, All right. come on, come on. Guys. I, I think I think we've ripped on the nostalgia critic enough. Let's talk oh, about the. You Amazon. can never rip on the nostalgia critic enough, but yes, let's. No, I can't. <laughs> he, he, he loves Inside Out too much. It actually hurts me. It really does. When he did the uh, Osmosis Jones episode, um, was it Osmosis Jones movie review? And he, he like literally half the episode was Inside Out. I got annoyed because I do not like that movie. It's not a bad movie. It's just it's nothing good about it. Ouch. Wait, I'm being, I'm being honest. Osmosis Jones. Inside Out. What? I would much rather watch Osmosis Jones than Inside Out. Ow. Ow. No, seriously. <laughs> what Inside what? Out what do I mean? to you? What did Inside Out do to me? What do you think, oh, you, what do you think you are? Uh, YourMovieSucks.com? <laughs> I love that guy, though. I love that guy. You're, it's actually it's actually yourmoviesucks.org. Oh, okay. Or, I love that guy. He's great. Yeah. <laughs> he is great. Uh, I keep up with him every now and then, too. That's the funny part. But no, no. Here's here's the thing about... I don't trust his views on Pixar movies. <laughs> Even though he's right, uh, Pix, uh, Toy Story 3 is pretty much the same story as Toy Story 2. No, but in all honesty, yeah. like, uh, uh, should we go to the Amazon pirate pilots, or can I talk about, like, Inside and Out for, like, a minute? Go ahead. Yep. Inside and Out. Who okay. Who cares? Okay, the thing- podcast sucks. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, the thing about Inside Out is that so much of the emotions are, like, forced upon. It, it, like, the movie constantly tells you, oh, you should feel sad. This In this scene, you should feel sad. You should feel happy. Let the movie have its own emotions, and then you connect with those emotions. Don't tell me how I should feel in a certain scene. That, that gets annoying. And the ending was terrible because it's like, Mom, Dad, I want to go home. And the dad's like, oh, you want to go home? Okay, we'll go home. No, they, like, didn't, they didn't go fuck home. Fuck his job. Yeah. They did go home. No. No, they went home. At the end of the movie, you, they I went home. I don't know about that. I'm, I think they stayed. <laughs> yeah, like, I, don't, I think her I think whole thing is that she she that. was expressing her emotions like before she was just repressing them. Yeah. Then what? Then what's the point? She cries at the end of the movie because she was holding back her emotions, and that that was like gonna kill her and give her a tumor, and she's gonna die if she doesn't express them or something. Yeah, the, the point the point of it was is that she was holding it in for the sake of her mom and dad, and then she like let it out, and that she was like clearly becoming a teenager. I mean, most of it it's really probably called like pre-puberty or something. It's <laughs> really what. It's about. Oh god! Yeah, and not Chris. only that, like. What what what's the movie about at the end of the day? Some girl goes to a new town and she's sad, and then her emotions get jumbled up. And you think the movie would be about emotions and you know how sadness affects people, but no, it's about you know, hey, the happiness and no no joy and sadness are at the end of the road, and they gotta find their way back home. So it's it's basically let's find our way back home story before you know the end of the world happens. It's, it's Nothing really works together. It falls apart in my opinion. It's not terrible. It's just there's nothing fabulous about it. You know, go back and watch Wally. Wally was about a robot who fell in love, and he basically risked his life to save not just her but hundreds of people. Chris is and fucking pissed. Damn. <laughs> shit. Yeah. No. Damn. Seriously. Like, go back and watch Wally, and then watch Inside Out, and you will see like there is a lot more flatness in, t- in the characters in present Pixar movies than there used to be. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I. I think they're really different. And Inside Out's more of an abstract film than Wally. Yeah. I mean, Inside yeah. Out confirms yeah. that humans are just like 
un, like incapable of free thought and we're just controlled by a by these little mech pilots. Yeah, take that take that fate versus free will. Yeah. Okay. I, 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 that doesn't make seen, that doesn't make sense at the end of the day. Since you've all seen the movie, um, can you explain to me how emotions have emotions? They're the only ones capable of free will, I guess. Like I, how, I think it's still she's still capable of of free will. It was just they were using her emotions as like these abstract it was like these abstract ideas. I mean, it's kind of a strange movie when you really think about it. It's just because uh, Pixar did it in a more relatable, like, fun Hollywood way. But it's, like, really an odd idea. Like, let's have this movie be about emotions, you know, literal emotions. Uh, it's kind of a weird idea. But I I mean, I don't know if I agree because I like the whole idea of that it's just about this girl. It's, like, kind of a simple movie at the end of the day because it's really just about this uh, girl kind of learning more about herself and growing up, you know, because that's why at the end they have – Teen, you know, uh, boy band island and stuff. Like, she's not... There's, like, a difference between when you're 10 and 11 and 12 and 13, and she's clearly, like, oh, not yeah. physically going through puberty. I mean, maybe. I don't know, but they, they don't really They didn't press the that. puberty she's button. Not, well, the puberty button's there, but it's, like, right before you go through puberty, you clearly are, like, going through something, and that's, like, uh, the move was kind of the catalyst of that because it happened at the right time for her. So that's kind of what it's about is that she's, like kind of lost and when you're lost and that young it does feel like you can't control your emotions and instead of just showing this girl walking aimlessly around san francisco they show joy and sadness not sure not sure how to get back and help get her back to be the way she was before mm-hmm. right, anyway that's just what i thought but i i liked i like andrew Stanton a lot he's a he's an interesting director but i don't think it's the same as like wally's that's uh what no, Pete Docter. Sorry, Pete Docter did Inside Out. This is a movie Docter's made for twelve-year-olds. Everybody, how dare you, grown men? Hey, <laughs> dare you? Anime movies aren't just for kids nowadays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ever wonder why we feel the way we do? Where are your emotions? When you feel joy, we are gonna have a great life. Sadness, feeling droopy, anger. Let's scream that curse word we know. It's a good one. Disgust. It's chocolate. Congratulations, San Francisco. You've ruined pizza. Bust the Hawaiians. And now you. And fear. It's all in your head. Get off of me. From the creators of Up. Can you calm fear down? Disney Pixar's Inside Out, June 19th in 3D, rated PG. Okay, let's get to the let's He's get to the next news story. We're going to run on tangents forever. Okay, so uh, news story is Amazon released six animated pilots, and I'll link to them below. But uh, did anyone see these six animated? Pi- oh, with these six animated pilots, uh, they get you can fill a sur- fill out a survey on the top of the page and say, hey, which one did you like the most? So because yeah, Amazon. Prime does this cool thing where they just make the pilots and they let the audience decide. Yeah. So did anyone see any of the pilots? The the one I liked the most was the one about I forget what it's called. Eddie and the uh, Nether Realm was it? Realms Eternal. Realms Eternal. Yeah, that one was arguably my favorite. I felt the characters were a bit flat. It took some time to move, mm-hmm. but definitely the concept was fun and a lot of the humor was also fun and i also liked a lot of the character development uh, near the end that was fun oh. Uh, oh, yeah, that was like, probably my favorite eddie the realms eternal that's actually by the same animation studio that did secret of kells and uh song of the sea i think oh really song of the sea. Yeah, yeah so i mean the animation yeah. looks really good for what's supposed to be a tv series it's nowhere near as deep as song of the sea like if you really love song of the sea this is going to be this will be something that's like oh 
you know, it, it's cool. It's not as good a song as Seat, but it's good. You know, which is kind of, you know, maybe people say, oh, that's a bit sad. Like, I kind of expected more. But for for what it is, I really liked it. Yeah. Uh, the second one that I really liked was um, a cartoon by the name of Yo-Yo Toki. And uh, it, I think that my biggest problem with it is that they're a little too silly. Like they're not like they, there's a, there's a moment in the scene where they burn up the map on their adventure. And it's like, yay, we burned up the map. And um, then they're lost. Oh, but you know, it's okay being lost. Cause it's about the adventure. And it, it just feels like, Hey, you could have, you know, made them a little bit smarter. So I mean, granted they're like seven or eight year olds. What they needed but... was some consequences. Like, Oh fuck, we burned the map. And like, they, like they just hear like, weird animal noises coming from the forest like they hear yeah. predator noises and they're like shit what's gonna happen to us and like that's when the when, <laughs> yeah. when the sh- the real show kicks in where it's like they gotta survive the forest like things like yeah fuck. like things get things get deep that's the that, that's the thing about a lot of shows now is that they get deeper near the end which i guess that makes sense because that's the climax but you really want to give your audience a, a grasp a whole something to like catch and snap at in the beginning so that way they can connect with these characters well they gotta the build beginning. up to it but i I wasn't I wasn't really in favor of that pilot since it kind of felt too much like Harvey Beaks for some reason, and with a bit of Adventure Time. Um, yeah. Well, I'm also being a bit biased. That's also uh, animated by a couple of friends over at Titmouse. So. Oh yeah. Oddly enough, the numberlies like that was that was the weirdest thing because that's try to imagine like uh, the Teletubbies or Barney and Friends like a show for that demographic, but. You just don't you, – you just turn away. Like as soon as I started watching the numberlies, it fascinated me mostly because imagine a world where Hitler won World War II and they decide to get rid of plants. Like plants are gone. Playtime is gone. Democracy is gone. You wake up in the morning. You have playtime for 10 minutes and then you go and work. Yeah, this, this is an actual uh, preschool show that Amazon's trying to like – show a pilot of it's it's these like teletubby characters in a dystopian future what yeah i'm not <laughs> making this up the number leaves <laughs> we're not making it up no it is like so fascinating like they wake up in the morning they leave the house and the general's like okay playtime and everybody gets a ball and they just bounce the ball like they exactly like the 10 times then, and then it's like playtime's over is this, from, yeah. like, is this for the ever growing demographic or of little children addicted to heroin or something like i don't understand i don't know would oh, watch, yeah. that sounds like not a kid show like everyone has like these gray uniforms and they're just lined up like the military except for the main characters who are like six colorful ones and that they're five. they're different from everyone else uh five oh, colorful oh, ones one five. two three four five okay thank, thanks for counting to five i didn't know how to count thank you chris <laughs> And then the end of the episode is um, they go back, they have a tree, and then they plant the tree, and then everybody comes over and is like, what is with this tree? We planted a tree. This tree is very not normal. And then what should we do? Why don't we play on the tree? Hmm. Okay, we, let's play on the tree and see how well that works. And they play on the tree. And that's the end of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, imagine Teletubbies in a dystopian society. That's what this is. We're not making this up. Yeah, we're, we're not, not making it's... this up. This is fucking real. <laughs> I want I want the show to get like a whole I want at least one season of the show, because even though it's like for two year olds, this is the most fascinating thing ever. It, it, it this is like hit like Hitler approved. Um what's it, what's the guy from North Korea? Uh, Kim, Kim Jong un approved. 
You know, this is it's that kind of show. <laughs> Honestly, I don't think we'll ever get a chance like this ever again. Yeah. It's <laughs> so yeah, dystopian Teletubbies, the the numberlings. What, what was it called? Numberlies. The numberlies. Yeah. yeah numberlies. Yeah, we'll link to it in the description. Hopefully, they'll still be on Amazon. Oh, I think there's a there's a region lock. So sorry, America. So um, the other pilots was a. Uh, Everstar. Did you see Everstar? Anyone see Everstar? It was my favorite. I did. Okay, like that was your favorite. Yeah, it's well. Okay, Everstar is like this show about like uh, just a girl and the, her friend. Just uh, they end up on a spaceship and it's a space adventure. But like it starts out very cliche. Like they do the whole yeah, your father was not the same after the accident, that sort of thing. Oh, but like geez. eventually, like. I don't know. I stuck with it, and eventually, like, I was totally hooked on it. Like, yes, I want more, because there's not that many adventure action cartoons. Like, the art isn't the best, but, like, the story got me. Yeah, art's not the best. Animation's not the best. Even, like, the script is not the best. But those things can be fixed with a better budget, in my yeah. opinion. So, uh, what Definitely the concept and the story that they have placed is interesting enough that I would like... It's kind of weird, like... All six of the pilots all have, you know, a, these are some of the best pilots I've seen in recent years. Uh, and it stinks that, you know, we can only choose and we might not be able to get all six because definitely they show a lot. I think there's only one that I really – we'll, we'll talk about that, but we'll still talk about Everstar for right now. Um, definitely the space stuff was really cool. Yeah. I'm hoping for – I'm just like that, – that's what I want the most, like Everstar. It's going to be great. Hopefully, if it gets approved, um, what were the other pilots? Unless you have anything else to say. Uh, no, I'm good. The thing about Everstar for me was it felt a little lacking, but th- I already talked about that. Yeah. You know, just script. Script could have been a bit better, but yeah, the, the, everything was still good. The first half could have been better. That's what I feel, script-wise. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Did anybody watch the six live-action pilots? <sighs> Boring. <laughs> <laughs> but I haven't watched any other stuff. Yeah, I didn't watch any of it, so I have no idea what's going on. I actually yeah. have Amazon Prime, but I don't watch it. Okay. Hmm. Well, there was another pilot, um, Eggs and Danger, I think. Danger and Eggs, yeah. I wish it was called Bacon and Eggs. That would have been a lot better. No, but I, I found out this is... <laughs> I want bacon right now. You know, bacon sounds good. I found out Danger and Eggs was actually... They, they had a sec. This is the second pilot, because there was another one before it, but they took the original off YouTube and... That one had, like, less color and was more Sunday comic-ish, but this one's a lot more colorful and... Hmm, I'm I'm not not sure what to compare the It's still boring. I'm I'm amazed how, like, you can have high-octane action, fast pace, and movement, and still be boring. Ouch. It's... it's, Yeah, well, you know, I'm a harsh guy, and I like to be a harsh guy, so... Go go cry in your little corner. Yeah, all be, like literally, what does anybody care? I'm some guy on the internet. Yeah. You know, it's not like I mean, no one but, cares about just, us. No one does. But just danger and eggs. It, it's kind of like imagine if if you have a, like a clown walks into the room and throws a pie at the wall. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, the clown threw a pie at the wall. There's no context. There's no understanding, and there's no buildup. I, I take these things seriously. I don't okay? know. I think that'd be pretty hilarious if, like, just some clown just came into your room and just threw a, a pie at the wall. Like, who the fuck are you? Who the fuck's this guy? Well, well and no, then, and no, and then he just slowly turns his head to you guys, and then he just goes, "Shh." 
oh. and leaves. And then you're like, oh. <laughs> Nolan, I love you, man. I love you so much. <laughs> What's going on? I don't know either. Careful, the, the clown in the sewer might get you. <laughs> oh, are we quoting like it? <laughs> you I didn't. I can't watch every movie ever made. Is this the part in Tim Burton's Batman where he's gonna have like a heart attack and die? (laughs) This isn't funny anymore. Did the Joker poison him? He's got the he's got the giggles. Give a mouse a cookie. That was terrible. Well, it's a it's a preschool show. What do I care? Oh, I remember that. I remember that. That was that book. That That was a good book. I remember Maurice Sendak, who did Where the Wild Things Are, he was doing an interview, and Stephen Colbert was interviewing him, uh, Maurice Sendak, and he's like, what about give a mouse a cookie? And he's like, get that mouse out of my house. I'm not giving him a cookie. Don't trust this man. That's a great children's book, because it teaches a lesson, hey, you know, if you give a, if you give a mouse a cookie, he's going to want a glass of milk. But, like, try imagining that book in, like, even not just, like, a 22-minute episode, but just an 11-minute episode. It's disgusting. It is, like... The most jeez. No, it's not. I'm sorry. Right when you let, right puts... when you let one of those mice in, they all have to come in. And then you got to give them jobs, and you know, you just your house can't facilitate that. Well, then it's you just, have to have house workers who will do whatever. That's not what the show is about, though. That's the thing. No, here's what the show is what? about. It's about a guy whose pet, who has a pet rat. Not a pet rat, a pet mouse, damn it. Uh, he has a pet mouse, and they go on adventures together. What kind of adventures? Oh, let's go to the library and read a book today. Yay! No, screw you! That's not an adventure. I would like to point to Pan's previous statement that this is a fucking baby show. <laughs> yeah! What the fuck, Chris? Baby show or not, like, what the... No, no, no. It's I a can baby sh- this baby show does not appeal to my interest as a 20-something-year-old. What do you expect fucking babies to give a shit about this type of crap? <laughs> Dude, Big Bird went to freaking Europe, so no, I don't care what you guys say. What did that have to do with anything Big Bird went to Europe? What yeah, this the... isn't Big Bird, this is a fucking mouse. You, do you just use that as a justification? <laughs> Permanence, anything like fucking wills itself into existence, a baby's gonna be fucking impressed by anything. Well, shit, I can't, I can't argue with that. That's that's kind of true. Have, Damn. have a clown walk into the room, throw a pie at the wall, the, the baby will love that, sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, there's this new show I've been workshopping it. It's called Dangling My Keys in Front of a Camera, and they said babies are gonna love it. So, oh, episode title is called "Chris is gonna put this under a fucking microscope." You should you should see you should see the crossover episode where I get two sets of keys. It's a romance episode, and I dangle both of them. It's high budget. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Oh god, that no no. Put a skateboard and sunglasses too. Don't forget oh, that. Yeah, you gotta have a no. Skateboard. That's too babies. That's the wrong demographic. This is why you can't write on the keys dangling show. Yeah, you, you've got to stick to the simple things like they'll the Christmas episode where we shoot it in front of a Christmas tree. You know, it's gonna be crazy unless we have like a dangling keys. The teen years, you know, then we get the skateboards. Oh well, there's gonna be the prequel. They're smaller keys, <laughs> and then they become older, bigger keys. <laughs> I guess I really did hit rock bottom now. Yeah. I guess I gotta go right for the, you. I guess I gotta go right for the Simpsons now. You fucked up, big time. Get the fuck out, asshole. Maybe I can get a a you know minimum wage check signed by Matt Groening. Mm. Maybe that'd be cool. If you give a mouse a cookie, he'll want a glass of milk. 
you give a mouse some milk, he'll want some more. If you give a mouse more milk, he'll develop a taste for human blood. If he develops a taste for human blood, he'll become a vampire. If he becomes a vampire, he'll have to make some followers. Now, if he makes some followers, they will need to feed. If they feed too much, the National Guard will be called out. If the National Guard is called out, they too will become fodder for the vampires. If the National Guard fails, the President will call in a nuclear strike. If a nuke is dropped, hundreds of thousands of people will die. America will become a nuclear wasteland and collapse. With no one to keep the rest of the world's nukes in check, every crackpot nation will launch their own. Eventually, the entire Earth will be destroyed. And that's why I had to kill Daddy. He was giving a mouse a cookie. <laughs> Sleep well, sweetie. Hey, hey, last... Okay, is that all the pilots? Yeah, that's all the pilots. That's all the pilots. Yeah, so Everstar was my favorite. And also, uh, Eddie, the realm's eternal. Go vote for Yo-Yo Toki. Please support our animators in Los Angeles. We are... We, we, we work hard at Titmouse, you know. I mean, not as hard as people in Korea, but like... <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm gushing about Titmouse mostly because, like, I've met all a lot of people that work there. They and like when you do that, you kind of have a bias. emotional attachment, which probably a bias. Yeah, you probably shouldn't bring that on. So I'm sorry. I just yeah, go vote for Yotoki. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I guess last bit of news, just a reminder that hey, we have the fan junk playlist. So if you have any like fan animations or anything related to Rebel Taxi on YouTube. Uh, email it to Rebel Taxi, and I'll put it in the fan junk playlist, which you can see in the description below. Yeah. Please give us, please give us fan animations. Yeah, it's a cool playlist. There's a lot of good stuff in there. Yeah, there's stuff in there I didn't know that was in there. You can even so. see videos of like reviewers who are angry with me for some reason. I don't know. Uh, oh, that guy with the robot voice. Oh yeah, that guy. And there was this <laughs> other guy who always like, you know, I fucking hate pan pizza. He always, like, does a lip smack every time he talks. I don't know. <laughs> what I don't get is the robot voice person. I was like, I was like, like, I wanted to, t to comment, like, I feel like you don't get the joke. Oh, it's, I'm pretty sure Dan's it's, putting forward. I'm pretty sure this robot person is like doing it ironically. It's fine. Oh, I don't, I didn't get the impression from their review. They got what irony was. I think they were like, they think when you make a joke, that's like an intentional bad joke. They think that you think it's like a great joke. And I was like, dude, if you don't get that, you're going to have a hard time in life. Like, anyway, yeah. Don't worry. That, that, I, I should... that video was ironic, but there is another reviewer that was, like, angry about me for some re weird reasons. Oh, really? It's, it's in that playlist. Hey. It's something like super, like he's talking about my Super Duper Sumos video. And, and every time he's always like, yeah, I this is the final nail in the coffin. So, I freaking hate pan pizza. It was late one night in the castle of the Chicken McNuggets. What are you making? Sauce. We're using my mummy's recipe. Mummy? Uh-uh. This better be good. It'll be great. Hmm, does your daddy have a recipe? <laughs> now you can get McDonald's Happy Meal Pails for... Halloween! There's a pumpkin pail, Boo! a witch, Boo! and a ghost... Boo! ...that glows in the dark. You can get a different one each week until... Halloween! Okay, like questions. If anybody has a question, be sure to start out with your question with the word question so it's easier to find and post on the on the YouTube video of this YouTube video only. 
no one asked this, but like, how was everyone's holla holla Halloween? It was holla holla good. <laughs> I, okay. I don't I don't know how to make a joke with that. Mm. I saw a lot of. I gave out candy. I was I was the guy who gave out candy when a kid would come up and. I would be like, oh, nice Steven Universe, or nice Mordecai, or nice... Nice costume, you know, asshole. Any any Cartoon Network character, they'd be like, finally, no no one knows what I am. Thank you. I was like, yeah. oh, God. Okay. That happened, like, uh, a lot. Like, there are a lot of kids dressed up as cartoons, and I apparently was the one adult who knew, uh, knew what they were. So there are a lot of Harley Quinns and Kylo Ren's. Which is weird because they're dressed up as things from movies that they haven't seen. But I hope yeah, those people uh, who yeah. dressed up like those movies are they going to look. St- Who's Kylo Ren? Oh, from yeah, the uh, Force Awakens. From the new, oh, okay. He's the main villain for the new Star Wars movie. Oh. <laughs> they were really pushing that costume and costume stories. It was kind of like, oh. shouldn't we wait for the movie? That, that reminds me. That reminds me. Like, it, okay, in first grade, like, uh, I didn't see Star Wars, but like we had to write an like I guess a paragraph in first grade about what do we want to dress up for Halloween, and I didn't know the characters' names, so I just wrote I want to dress up as the black guy from Star Wars. <laughs> fucking amazing! <laughs> I, it was I was referring to Darth Vader. <laughs> oh, you know what? What's funny is I honestly thought you meant Lando. <laughs> no. I thought, I thought you meant Lando, too. That's like, oh, man. Lando's pretty cool, though. I like Lando. I like, I like Lando. But I mean, Lando ran Cloud City. I mean, he didn't run it well, but, you know, the economic times, he really needed to get the Empire involved. It's not his fault. You know, I... I, I am an, a Lando apologist. I'll say that. He but. tried his best. He tr- you know, he had to do what he had to do to keep Cloud City the way it was. I don't I don't see why people give him so much crap, you know? It's just the Empire was going to come in there, destroy the place. Boba Fett was there. Anyone would have made that deal yeah, they to were keep fucked. Cloud City running. You know, I'm sorry. You know, I feel bad for Han and Leia, but it was a good deal. It was for the greater good. Greater good, I am your wife. It was. I think he says that. <laughs> <laughs> I think he says that while his friends are getting tortured. He's like, look, you know, I have this whole city. But then he abandons it in the end. So maybe he wasn't a good leader. This hellhole. But he blew up the second Death Star. Nobody talks about that. You know, he redeemed himself after fucking everyone over. And he was the cult 45 spokesman in the 70s. I mean, come on. Lando, Billy D. That's my biggest problem with Force Awakens Lando should be in that movie. Like I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm not joking. Like Lando's part of the core group. Lando, if Lando doesn't have a cameo, I will be a little pissed off. Like he deserves to be in Force Awakens. That isn't it. I'm serious. Oh, I love well, Billy D. Well, and he was the original Harvey Dent. He was oh, Harvey yeah. Dent, and they cast yeah, him. Yeah, a lot of people fucking, forget that. That's <laughs> race. They recast him for racist reasons. Like they recast. <laughs> No, I'm serious. Yeah. They put Tommy they Jones in there because Tommy Lee Jones was the bigger star and also white people tested better. Like, it was just, like, fucked up shit. Billy D deserves better. Yeah. I'm, I'm no, that pro is, Billy No, that is true. D. Sorry, that was a weird rant. Yeah, Batman 89 had had uh, Billy D. Williams as uh, as uh, Harvey Dent, which we could have had a... We could have had him as Two-Face, but we went with... He, he, he signed on for that role under the uh, expectation that he would get to play Two-Face. 
And Tim Burton was totally up for it because, like, if, if you see him in the first Batman movie, he's great. He's, like, phenomenal. His acting was perfect. But, no, oh, he, he's black. Uh, we need to change him because he's black. Well, you the know? same and thing this happened was, with uh, Damon Wayans was supposed to play Robin. And they, they paid him for two movies that he was never in. Yeah. I don't. I don't know about that, but, Damon. No, Wayne. that's true. Yeah. It's he, no, 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 no. He actually no, I know admitted that. he gets royalties from, I think, Batman Returns for a movie. He because of like contract negotiations, he seriously no. makes money still off. I think Batman Returns or Batman Forever. Uh, yeah, he admitted to one. it. No, I was. No, what I meant is that like I, I, I believe that it's just I don't know if Damian Wayans would play a good Robin. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't see he, it. Or I think it was Marlon. I'm sorry. It was the one Marlon Wayans. It was the Wayans brother with the crazy, the one in Requiem for a Dream. I think that's Marlon. Oh, okay. Never mind. Um, yeah. I was thinking Marlon, but I was saying Damian. You know, thinking about like how uh, how much of an effect the uh, Tim Burton Batman movies were like that that kind of changed the public perception of what. The, Batman was so. Had that happened, um, people would assume that Robin was a black character. Yeah, you're you're actually right. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, we could have had it a would... black Robin from from like <laughs> on Batman on that Batman the animated series and such, and that could have changed Robin's ethnicity five ever. Hmm. But I think Warner Brothers wasn't. Warner Brothers was not as open about Batman after Batman Returns didn't do as well. So. Oh yeah, because like they gave Tim Burton too much control, and they were like, "Yeah, get the hell out." As soon as they, as soon as they cut off the McDonald's toy deal, Warner was, Brothers knew they were they went too far. <laughs> it was too much. Once they lose McDonald's, <laughs> there's no going back. <laughs> no, this was the '80s. This was a time when going to McDonald's was cool. Now going to McDonald's is like. Uh, Wait, what? Um, what is what talking about? Eighties. McDonald's was never cool. Is this because you were a kid then? Hey, hey! I love that when people do that. They're like, hey, you know, pooping in your diaper was really cool the year I was born. I don't know what I'm talking about. Hey, look, look! Did, did, did any of you see the movie Mac and Me? That like, if you go to McDonald's in the eighties, like everyone, like no one actually eats their McDonald's food. Everyone's just breakdancing right in the middle of the of the floor. No one's taking orders. As just, someone who who went to McDonald's a lot in the 80s i can attest that like yeah people just found out by like 88 we we're like wait you guys sell food here i just came here to break down <laughs> yeah look up the movie mac and me it's like this horrible low budget et ripoff it's a it's the greatest worst movie ever what well, at least one of my favorites oh yeah paul rudd likes that you know he oh, plays yeah. that clip time he's on Conan for like 20 years almost now. Yeah, when, whenever Paul Rudd guest stars on Conan, he says, uh, it's time to show a clip of my uh, new movie and like he, he makes people think it's going to be his new movie, a clip of it, but it turns out it's just a clip of Mac and me where the little boy is on a wheelchair and he falls off a cliff. Did you see the, the thing, one he did for Ant-Man where he, they inserted Ant-Man into the clip? <laughs> no, what did they do? Because they have, they just have Ant-Man, they have like a little shot of Ant-Man and then the Mac and me thing starts. Because everyone thought he's going to stop the Mac and me thing now that he's in a big movie. No, Mac and me <laughs> kept going. The streak is alive. <laughs> There's a super cut of every time he's done it. It's been going on for a really long time. It's and apparently Conan's tried to stop it, and he's, like, found ways to give them a different tape. It's really hilarious. <laughs> I love it. It's, like, one of the funniest things. I like that he does that. It's really funny. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, Conan O'Brien or Conan Arnold Schwarzenegger? Uh, no, it, I, we're talking about the Conan the Barbarian talk show. <laughs> yeah, okay. I was, gonna, uh, as good as, I was, I was uh, <laughs> It was not as good as Conan the Librarian.
Oh god. <laughs> going into life. Oh god, no, we're not gonna talk. Yeah. Are we gonna talk about that? Get on back on topic, like so how was Halloween? It was Halloween. Oh, okay. I want to tell my story on Halloween. What? Me and my friend Cruz, we were watching a bunch of movies. Tom Cruise? Tom Cruise? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> no, no, no. Did he but dress no, up his, as Tom Cruise? That's just no, a wasted opportunity. No, no, he didn't dress up as Tom. Okay, his name is Cruz, C-R-U-Z, and he dressed up as, um, shoot, the main character from In the Mouth of Madness. I forget uh, what the character's name was. Um, but... All right, so we bought, we watched a bunch of movies, and uh, he never saw Evil Dead 2 before. So I was like, all right, I have Evil Dead 2. I popped in Evil Dead 2, but I had to give candy to a bunch of kids. So the thing is, is like during the during the tree rape scene, um, I was giving kids to uh, um, ki- uh, candy to kids, and then there was this loud noise coming from my room, and a bunch of kids were like, what's that? Is that a scary monster? And I'm like, oh, oh yeah, we're just watching a scary movie. In the- Sorry about that. <laughs> And the little girl was like crying all the way out of the house. She was scared. What the fuck? I feel like, hor- I feel like, hor- <laughs> I feel like a horrible person. What the fuck's but going on in your house? I went with it. I would have been like, yeah, we're trying to keep him at bay, but I don't know if he'll be, um, we'll be able to keep it up anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> See, that, uh, when I was a kid and I trick or treat, there's always a house you go to with like two teenagers watching like some gory zombie thing. And I'd always be like, what movie was that? And then I'd like write it down so I could watch it later. <laughs> yeah, that's how you cop movies before the internet. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I, yeah, I you just were like, what are the cool kids watching? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. We actually did, um, we, we saw a movie called The Host. Uh, that was actually really good. That, that, that one I'd recommend anybody watch. The Host? We, wasn't that that movie yeah. by the writer of Twilight? You idiot! No! Oh, 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 that's your thinking. No, the host is by the guy who did uh, Snowpiercer. Yeah, the B. John Un one. Not the fucking Twilight Rider. Jesus you... Christ, dude. How the fuck should I know? He said the host. How many movies are no, called the host? Are... He, like, flipped the fuck out. Damn. They do have the same title. In all fairness to Pam, oh. they have the same Okay, title. the host 2006 and host 2013. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm just giving him a hard time on purpose because a lot of people do make that mistake, but it's just it's just so funny. <laughs> well, I mean, like that's like if you referred to the uh, movie Frozen, the the horror movie Frozen, where they're stuck on a on a ski lift. If anyone remembers yeah. that, no one. Remembers I, I mean, that. I've heard. I remember that apparently kept happening on Netflix after the Disney movie came out, Uh-oh. and people would be like, "Let's watch Frozen." Uh, <laughs> Whoops! See, I only I only just watched the the John Carpenter's Halloween while I got drunk. That was like the Halloween movie I watched. Mm-hmm. That's uh, wait, you never I saw watch Halloween? Halloween on Halloween every year. Oh, okay. So. I don't know. Well, for my Halloween, I stayed home and watched The Crow. Oh, really? Is that still good? Yeah, I, I thought it actually really holds up really well. Oh, okay. See, I, I watched it a lot in the 90s, and I bought the DVD, but I'm worried, like, because I, I had the soundtrack was, like, such a big deal. I really liked the soundtrack. I don't know. It was a big part of being a teenager for me, so I, I'm always it's worried fair. I'll watch it and be embarrassed. But City of Angels is, is pretty bad, right? No, no. Well, for, the thing about The Crow is that uh, it's very 90s stylized, like, oh, this feels like the 90s, but if you watch it as a movie, it's really good. Anyway, City of Angels. Yeah, City of Angels. Uh, what happened was is the director, uh, what I've heard is that when it was coming out, like I think 1998, I believe, 
Um, yeah, it was like 96, actually. Somewhere around there. like Six or seven. Sorry, I don't mean to correct you. He, he went on internet forums asking like fans of the Crow saying, hey... Uh, what should fit? What what should a crow sequel be? And like he took all these suggestions, like saying it should be stand on its own, not be related to the first one, not, not try to imitate the first one. Which the director tried doing that, and what happened? But what happened was is the Weinstein's, I think, uh, saw this film and thought, you know, this is nothing like the first movie. Uh, reshoot it and re-edit some scenes, and they completely the the studio completely just ruined the film. I mean that sounds like the Weinstein. I mean that's actually kind of that's actually kind of illegal nowadays. You can't you can't just go on a message forum boards and be like, "Hey, what do you guys want to see in a new movie?" Because now they can sue you and get writing credit. Oh yeah, that's true. Like, <laughs> they're not uh, writers and actors are, are like not allowed to see any like scripts unless they have like a contract. Because if they happen to read someone's like fan script and uh, the the movie ends up being somewhat similar to that they could sue and say hey they got they stole my ideas and stuff yeah oh yeah but that's true but they, that's i think the same thing happened with snakes on a plane where uh they went on the forums like saying hey fans of the upcoming snakes of the on a plane uh what would you like to see on this film and they said stuff like make motherfucking snakes on a motherfucking uh plane an actual catchphrase within the movie and make it R. That makes so much sense when you watch the movie now. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody saw the movie. It, I remember it bombed and and they were the studio was like, "What? How could it bomb?" They over saw- they overhyped that movie. I mean, it it like could never have done what they wanted it to. But it costs like nothing. So I don't think I think it made back its money and just they wanted it to be Big. It was that whole era in the mid to late 2000s of movies made to be cult movies, but no one told them that like cult movies don't actually make any money. <laughs> so it was kind of a bad idea. Whoops. Like, uh, like, uh, Drive Angry was one, Machete, Machete was one, the Grindhouse thing. It was like no one really thought about financially. There's like four or five people that are really going to dig these and everyone else is going to be like, what? This is bad. You know, so uh, yeah. it didn't, Actually, it didn't uh, really, really work out. Like Grindhouse is an awesome movie to see in theaters, but the rest of them were pretty meh. I, I don't know. I, li- I liked uh, Death Proof by Quentin Tarantino. That, no, that's, that part of, that's part of Grindhouse. I think if- oh, yeah, because yeah, I forget it's a two-point movie. Damn it. I forget that. Oh, that reminds me. If like if I were to ever make a movie, I think it would end up like Quentin Tarantino, and it would just be characters sitting around talking about cartoons, and that's my movie. <laughs> that's like this podcast, a bigger budget version of the podcast. Oh, like with like tracking shots and and like someone would be like, "Hey, let's take a break, go to the bathroom," and the camera would follow them, and like <laughs> it would be this epic tracking shot, and then they'd close the door, and someone else would walk by. Like, there's a very loose know. connection with like an actual plot going on of something i don't know what the plot would be but it's just the, the important thing is they're talking about cartoons and that, that'll that keep me interested in my own movie keep you interested in your own movie wow i, I have yeah. a feeling investors would fucking hate you <laughs> yeah it's like look come on guys look there's references to like bo- cartoons you never heard of like remember whatever happened to robot jones that was a classic come on please hey, look when, wait, this wait, movie, wait, when this movie goes up on youtube and i tag it with that a million views. <laughs> oh, damn. I, uh, I I have a question. Whatever did happen to Robot Jones? Oh, got canceled. It's fucking Stupid. over. They killed him. So Robot Jones got canceled. That's what happened to Robot Jones. That's what happened to Robot I, Jones. Yep. 
I watched the entire season of Whatever Happened to Robot Jones, and nobody got canceled in that show. So that's a lie. Whatever happened to Robot it's Jones? Over. That was He's dead. It's over. It's over. It's gone. It's never ha- coming back ever. We're... They went like, "Oh, I don't give a shit." Anyway, no one gives a shit. That's that's the problem. <laughs> like, you can ask a question, but like, what's the point of asking the question if nobody gives a shit? Yeah, they were like, yeah. they're like, "What happened to Robot Jones?" Oh, I don't care. I'm gonna watch another Isn't channel. Isn't that really profound? Yeah. What was I guess? What, what was I talking about? So Halloween. It was, I mean, I had a good Halloween. I had to work during it, which was epically horrible. Oh, but yeah, you get home, watch Ash vs. the Evil Dead, and the John Carpenter's. Hall- oh, and it was daylight savings time, so I got an extra hour. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. another movie I saw was oh, um, what was it called? Uh, a Monster Squad, which I realized. Wait a minute, this is the same plot of the Goosebumps movie. Goosebumps ripped this off. I haven't seen. Is yeah. Monster Squad good? I've never seen it. Actually. Yeah, it's good. Oh yeah, it's a it's a fun eighties movie. Oh, I mean, I it's it's good. You haven't seen it, Jim? Watch it now. I know it's post Halloween, but watch it now. It's a good okay. Movie. I'm. I'll talk to you guys later. <laughs> See okay, you, bye, Jim. Bye, Jim. <laughs> See you, Jim. Yeah, it literally is. I should really the same things that happen in Goosebumps happen here almost. Yeah. Oh, really? But it's a fun I, 80s I sh- movie, and like it surprised me, like how much they got away with. Like this is a PG movie. Like I'd assume it was PG 13 from what they were saying and all the things that happened. Yeah. Yeah, but, but before the PG oh, was it before? No, what year was? Yeah, it? Well, it, was. it was after because it was like oh, was 86. Hang on, Monster Squad. Because I know the la- the two movies that started. PG were or PG thirteen were Goonies and Temple of Doom. Oh, 87. So oh. it had hmm. Oh wait, it is PG thirteen according to Netflix. Never mind. Oh. <laughs> I, no, I, I was, was gonna say, yeah, what the what the hey, Pan, why do you get us all worked up? Because <laughs> I thought nothing? like I don't know, for the longest time I thought this was a PG movie. Well oh. it was so oh. you know what I watched? I watched a cartoon, I watched the it's on YouTube. It's the I think I've mentioned it before, but I actually sat down and watched it. It was the uh, Gary Larson's Far Side Halloween special. That was dark. Like I'm not sure how that aired in the '90s. Like there's a part, there's a part where there's this wolf lady watching footage, or a wolf, another wolf watching footage of like this wolf they're in love with. And they're like drinking and just watching this footage, and eventually you see the other wolf like die. And it's like, I was like, is this a joke? Like, this is depressing. Like, I was like, I was like not ready for some of the stuff in that were like just dark and strange. Anyway, if if you like the far side, it's on YouTube. Just look up far side and you can find it. I think it was Tales from the Far Side. But it was dark. Yeah, like, yeah. When I was a kid, I saw it and I taped it and watched it a bunch. But I, when I rewatched it, I was like, the hell? How did this get on TV? Like, this is really, really dark in some places. Yeah, yeah, it's called Gary Larson's Tales from the Far Side. Yeah, oh. and it was um, released in when was it released? It was like the mid nineties, ninety four. Hey, I got it right. But yeah, if you're, it's weird because those comic strips don't have a story, so it's just isolated little, and they try to connect it. It's a strange thing. Mm-hmm. Like he- like heavy metal. Um, even strange. It's. It's out there. Hmm. Heavy metal at least tries to make some sense. Okay. Did you just use the Did you use the term heavy heavy metal and make sense in the same sentence? Well, it makes well watch Far Side and watch heavy metal and <laughs> okay, uh, Far fine. Side makes less sense. What about Aeon Flux? 
That's oh, that show. That show sucks. Don't even oh. bring up Aeon Flux. Oh. It's been so long. It does was, suck. It's. I used to watch that with when MTV had cartoons like Liquid Television, yeah. The Max, and Aeon Flux. MTV used to have cool cartoons. I don't know why they stopped. Yeah, I miss those grimy '90s cartoons. They were like kind of cool about, but I don't know why they just they just completely stopped making cartoons after yeah, a while. Yeah, I mean, like I they, they, they try to bring back Beavis and Butthead and and so, alongside some other show called uh, Surf's Up. Good vibes. I, I forget what it was called. Something about good vibes. Good vibes. Good vibes. Good. No Beavis, no vibes. Yeah. Good. All right. Oh, that's a little weird because okay. <laughs> It was. This is like foretold because if you go back to the BB's Kid video game on Super Nintendo, there's a like a sign at the beginning of the game that says "No Bibes, No Beavis." And years later, MTV decides to bring back Beavis and Butthead and line it up next to "Good Vibes," this show, some other cartoon, and it's like this was foretold. Baby's kids knew, but we didn't listen. It was too late. So, so how about the questions? Okay, what's the question? Okay, okay uh, Digital Z says, question, when was Newgrounds funny? Hmm. Uh, it wasn't when really they made that, that funny. Room, the Room Flash game, that was great. Oh, that's well, right. Well, personally, I think I think Newgrounds was funny when we were all 12, <laughs> living in the suburbs, listening to Lincoln Park, watching Dragon Ball Z, drinking Pepsi while playing Halo <laughs> Co-op on the easiest setting during which no, you could no, see no, Torino's... No, 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 shut I'm up! Just, just call! Shut up! <laughs> I'm just gonna call! No, well, come back! <laughs> no! Fuck, how do I get back in? Help! <laughs> Oh, okay, I'm back. You fucker. <laughs> Hate you. Hey, you knew where this was going. I was, I was, right when you set that up, I did, I honestly didn't think. I don't know. You planned that. Who, did someone plant that question? Did, did you pay someone to do that? Someone Is that else, you? Because I know you do that on forums. Digital Z planted that. <laughs> and I just had to answer it. Okay. Uh, but Newgrounds was uh, I posted stuff in there in like 2003, 2002 and it was kind of funny then but it would kind of make slight comebacks but I think it's kind of over. When, when YouTube happened it was hard for it to stay relevant Yeah. You know? Well, well here's kind of like the whole timeline was that Newgrounds wasn't exactly like the place that you'd go to every day for something funny because content creators take time to make their work but whenever something did come out it was really cool like uh, alien hominid was a flash game on newgrounds and then it was ported to the ps2 and gamecube and xbox and then the behemoth actually became a video game studio you know? so stuff like that was cool uh ego raptor he went from newgrounds to youtube but then um when youtube which was the more popular site was like hey instead of getting money per view couch you're gonna get money for how long your videos are that's when Let's Plays became a thing. So all the great animators ended up doing Let's Plays, and that's why we don't have good animations anymore on YouTube. It all falls in itself into a big vortex. Yeah, so if you're wondering why... Dies. If you If you notice my videos have been getting a little longer, um, that's why. I think Palio told told us of, like, the longer videos means more money. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, that kind of... That kind of I mean, it's like, here's the thing. When we do a, po- well, not we, when you guys do a podcast that's like two hours long, it's, it's at least like, hey, 
I'm listening to some guy talk for two hours, so that, you know that's at least something. And I'd like to hear you guys more talk every week, but it, it kind of it kind of limits other people that want to do something other than let's play a sort of podcast. You know, because this is this is easy. We're just sitting and talking yeah, for sitting you know, and jerking two hours. Yeah, sitting and jerking. Yeah, totally sitting normal. Yeah, YouTube killed Please everything. Don't. Thanks, asshole. Please don't jerk off to my voice. What? what? Please. Nolan, get your leg off my leg. Oh, hot dog. I didn't fucking disgusting. No, get away from me. <laughs> you get away from me, man. You're the one that's disgusting. Get off my leg. Get get off my leg, man. Hey. Oh, crap. So, yeah. So I guess Newgrounds is no longer funny. Yeah, I guess I've never, all, yeah. I never go to it, so I couldn't. Newgrounds is no longer funny. Rebel Taxi is no oh, longer gosh. funny. The magic just died right oh, yeah, here. It's not like we're, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess the we only should... time. Go on. The only time I go to Newgrounds, the only time I go to Newgrounds now is whenever Zone Tan does a new animation my, because at least that's something. My girlfriend, but, yeah, that's it. She's great. He's a uh, dude. Looks like dude looks like a lady. Uh, it's the girl. Yeah, yeah. There you. Hey. So related question. Wyatt Kurt says question. I'm not exactly sure if this is the right name for them, but what are your guys' favorite YouTube cartoon animated shows? For me, it would be a tie between Tales of Alarenth. Threon and Sam Sweet Milk. If you heard of those, I said I love Tome by Kerbifer. Just kidding. No, I don't. What the fuck? Well, I don't. I don't really watch a lot of uh, online web cartoons because they're they're a lot. They're, all of them are too. Lol, so random yelling stuff. You know what I mean? Hey, hey yeah. guys, remember? Guys, guess what? We're gonna we're gonna put in a meme. <laughs> we're gonna put in a meme, you guys. Uh, what if Mario so was yeah. on drugs? <laughs> yeah, they do that. Like, I think there's like six or seven of Mario's on drugs cartoons, and it's just yeah. you know. I, honestly, the only animations I keep up with are um, I used to keep up with Ego Raptor, but um, again, he did Let's Plays, and you know his awesome series is has been gone. No more Metal Gear Awesome Three. But there's also um, shoot, who is the person that did like the Neon Cat animation, um, where a girl watches Neon Cat for like ten hours straight and then. Uh, vomits rainbows. Oh, what is? You don't watch your meme videos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's an actual animation. Hmm. Um, I forget. If, it's not Ross. It's not Rubber Ross. Um, someone else. I don't remember. Shoot, because they're they're, they're just not popular on YouTube anymore. Because they take too much time, and at that point, you might as well just you know put your time into a portfolio, get a job in yeah. Los Angeles or. Japan or something. I don't know. Oh, but uh, one of my, I guess, well, one of my favorite animators online is Yukino Joe, and my favorite one of my favorite videos of the, of theirs is um, Bevity Falls. Wait, what's that word? Bevity is the soul of wit. Bever brevity. Brevity. Okay, brevity. brevity Falls, which is just about as simple as it can get. It's just Mabel saying, "Hey, Dipper, wanna smoke some weed?" But Mabel. Isn't that against the law? Hey, Dipper, wanna smoke some weed? And I think I quote that like every day. Actually, there's this guy who I don't think he hasn't made anything in a while uh, called Cartoons, and he just makes these things called Subway Thoughts, and it's animated and it's things he thinks while he's on his commute to work. They're pretty good. I know, okay, I know we're talking about YouTube channels now, but remember when animated music videos used to be like a thing? And not just like a thing thing, but like people, like everybody was doing it. I remember the White Stripes. They did um, Fell in Love with a Girl. It was animated with Legos, and that was really cool. You know, 
and I'm not just talking about like oh the gorillas yeah the gorillas made animated music videos but like in the early two thousand late nineties early two thousands everybody was doing animations I mean even go back going back to like the late sixties early seventies the Ramones did a Spider Man music video oh, yeah. that was cool oh well that was for the Saturday morning cartoon hmm. yeah, it's, st- it's still considered a music video hmm. wasn't it just a cover yeah yeah, yeah okay. it was a cover but. Okay, but uh, but it was by the Ramones. Okay, I found the YouTuber I was going to talk about. Does anyone know Toon Smith? That sounds no. familiar. Um, he did like these things called SpongeBob versus Finn and Jake UFC. No, UCF, which was these cartoon characters fighting each other, but like it's a comedy bit. It's not like Death Battle or anything. Anyone know what I'm talking about? Ultimate Rap oh, Battle no. Finn and Jake sort versus of. MLP. I don't know, but it, I don't know. I looked up this guy recently again. Like, I was like, "Huh, whatever happened to that guy?" And turns out he died. Whoa, that's sad. Shit. It's like, damn. I mean, like, I mean, like, dang. When I'm so, like, that, that's like, that's. Uh, I mean, it sucks I, that he died, but why hasn't he made any new videos? Savage. Hey guys, did you know that some guy committed suicide because the main character in Star Wars was black? Nah. Really? Good. Well, that's just that's just called uh, survival of the fittest, right there. Yeah. <laughs> on it or some shit. No way that happened. There's like there's natural I mean, selection, you know. as it were. Yeah. Anybody pre-order tickets to the Star Wars movie Force Awakens? No. Jim did. I yeah, Fucking I did. Nerd. <laughs> I bought a lot of I, I bought a lot of tickets. What? I'm, I'm seeing it like I'm seeing it twice, but I bought tickets for my whole family so we could all go together. So. Oh, that's nice. I bought two tickets for my brother if he ever. Wants I mean, I'm to go. seeing it the first night and stuff, but I'm I saw Phantom Menace the first night. It's kind of like a thing, you know. So like, we'll see if I actually like it. But. I mean, I don't think it's gonna be like. I'm sure I'll be able to watch that movie on like a Tuesday afternoon. I'm sure, you know. No, you won't. No, I think no. I think you'll be fine. But it's the first weekend is gonna be crazy. Yeah. But uh, you know, no, I talked I, I talked to my local theater. They're booked for like the first week, the whole first week, every showing. Hmm. Really? Well, yeah, but you live in a major city. In California, yeah. Yeah. So, like, if I. In New York, I've heard of a lot of theaters selling up, but also a lot of the theaters that are going to be playing it haven't put up shows yet. And there's going to be more shows, so it's not. If you think it's over, it's not completely over. If anyone, oh no, no, it. definitely no. But oh, speaking of um, speaking of theaters, um, I don't know if you guys ever went to a Cinemark theater recently. Uh, I went. There was one that recently opened up, like literally last Thursday, opened up. I went to go see the Peanuts movie in it. Uh, the chairs are couches. Whoa. I'm not making that up. The chairs are couches. That, that's not too uncommon. Some theaters do that. Yeah. They're doing that now? Not mine. Oh, I do like those those Mickey Mouse shorts they put on YouTube. Well, those, those, are, those cool. are on TV also, so that doesn't count. No, I know. It doesn't count, but they're officially put on YouTube, if that counts as something. Now that I'm thinking, hold on, Ford. Now that I'm thinking, of, there's one called... Uh, Danger Dolan Animations um, and basically they post a video every week and it's basically here's 10 things I bet you didn't know about and uh, I actually learned about why cats don't like being put in water. Why? And it's because the, their fur gets too heavy. Oh. Oh, same with rabbits. You so, can't wash a rabbit otherwise the, the, the weight of its own fur will kill itself. 
Wait, is this animated? Yeah, it's uh, it's an animated thing. Oh, okay. Well, because Danger Dolan uh, thought... usually makes like top tens, like top ten mass suicides or something like that. Then, <laughs> so so this is a uh... mass top 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 ten murder suies. Of all time. So we got like this uh, animation spinoff thingy of a, a spinoff, an animated spinoff series based on top 10 videos. Oh, like like the Fonz goes to space, but for YouTube. Yeah, this is the future now. This is where we're heading. Yeah. Fonz never came back from space. We just left. <laughs> oh, no. No, that's where his career went. Okay, next question. Henry Robinson, Mr. HX1. Question, are there any movies that surprise that you're surprised haven't been re- remade yet? I'm personally surprised they have not remade Back to the Future for a modern day, considering that a few weeks ago was Back to the Future Day. What's with that, this obsession everyone has of a Back to the Future remake? It's like, it's not going to happen until Bob Gale and Robert Zemeckis are dead, because they have the right. I mean, it's like, you know that it's going to happen. You, well, well, everyone, it, it could it could happen, but the problem is it's the rights issue and the people who have it refuse to let them. So it's a good 30 years out if it even happens. You know, I don't think they would because they just made uh, Future Day was actually the number one movie that day um, over new movies. Like just people seeing that marathon, that was the highest grossing movie that Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So I just don't. I like the Back to the Future movies, but I think you couldn't, you really couldn't remake that. Like, but there are, I agree with this, whoever the person who asked the question was, there are certain things that probably could be remade, but I, I kind of just don't get the obsession with, with that remake, you know, cause it's Bob Gale and Robert Zemeckis have said it's not happening. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm well, surprised there hasn't been like an Austin Powers re, uh, part three or anything. You mean part four? Oh, part four, yeah. There's an Austin Powers. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, or do an Austin oh, Powers Shrek uh, team up movie. I mean, uh, Mike, Mike Myers happen? needs his career back too. Yeah, Mike Myers wasn't, hasn't done shit. Uh, wasn't there going to the be like, um, shoot, wasn't there going to be like a Men in Black Twenty One Jump Street crossover? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> no, he. I heard about that. Still might happen. No, fucking <laughs> way. No, I'm serious. That might happen. I I could see there's certain things. I could, I don't know. Why is everybody so asphyxiated with reboots? I don't, I don't get it. What's wrong with the original source material? You know, it's like a familiar brand. Like, uh, watch this random movie, huh? A new gem movie. I guess I'll watch that ironically, you know, could suck, you know? You didn't want to watch that ironically, you piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I knew it was going to be bad and I was like ready for it. I, I think I, I actually honestly thought that M. Night Shyamalan was going to reboot like Thundercats at one point. No. I don't know why. Oh, wait, you know, there's like a, an animation test for like a Thundercats movie online. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Which I looked horrible. That was. I mean, it they, looked horrible. The thing with there was a Hong Kong Fooly animation oh, test with, with Eddie Murphy. Yeah. And that's I can't <laughs> find that anywhere anymore. That. You can't? <laughs> They, they they released like a Hong Kong Fooey pilot a test run for a movie and also a Marvin the Martian movie I think yeah but the thing Which, with Hong Kong Fooey was like eating the soap dish from the toilet he was drinking from the to- toilet uh, water and, and he had like no, so super it's like ear- it's like the beginning of Paddington uh, yeah exactly I actually love the Paddington books too but I hated the movie that movie see, was I didn't just- I didn't even I didn't get to see it I'm not a five year old so I didn't see it. Oh, shut up. 
you could you can do a, a remake of an old thing. You just have to give it a new context. You just can't uh, do it so you're referencing the other movie. That kind of remake doesn't work. You have to give it a new context for the modern era yeah. or have a reason beyond this is a property that will sell well, you know? Yeah. Like, do a shot dead that's what i always tell people because that's a movie that's like what is it oh a guy in a relationship breaks up and then Son of the dead they're, they're zombies yeah, yeah that came out that's, that that's, barely came out 10 years ago it came out like yeah, it was over it was 2002 yeah but it was it's not worth you can't remake that now no you just shouldn't remake that no 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 sean what, what i mean is that shot of the dead like that's that's a tribute to john romero john, john romero i forget Coach which romero, romero uh, George Romero's uh, Dawn of the Dead, you know, except replace a mall with, um, what do you call it, a British pub, and you're set and good. But the, the difference was is that, like, they, add, they added their own characters and their own comedy, you know, and everybody still watches Shaun of the Dead to this day. I do, at least. Yeah, so make, like, some sort of tribute to those kinds of movies, not like a remake. Yeah, but I think you can, you can there's ways to do it, but... Uh, I can't think of anything off the top of my head that should... You, actually, you know what has never been remade? The one universal monster that was never remade into anything was the creature from the Black Lagoon. Oh, yeah. That's something I think someone could do something with. I want But that. a lot of people have tried to do it, like uh, John Carpenter tried. Um, and actually, the guy who directed Hunger Games, his dad directed the original, and he was trying to do it. Like, if you read about the development of the remake, it's been going on for like 30 years, and they've never made it but that's one i actually think would be cool um but you have to like just make it it has to be a different kind of movie that way like it's how the original the thing from another world and john carpenter's the thing are completely different but they're both good movies so if you do something like that it can work but if you just retread you get star trek into darkness and no one gives a shit you know it's like makes or um or the thing from 2012 well that was a, a prequel yeah, it was still a bad movie. Oh, I didn't see it. I just know it was a <laughs> It was a bad movie. Um, actually, you know, I'm surprised they haven't... Um, what is it? Spawn. I'm surprised Spawn hasn't gotten a reboot. Yeah, that too. They, I mean, they've been trying, uh, but it has Recently, uh, there was a fan film, and uh, the creator of Spawn, Todd McFarlane, said, Huh, you know what? We're going to do a Spawn movie. We're going to do it this time. Another one. But oh yeah, they also been talking about the crow. Like yeah, that got they they just uh, signed a director to a holding deal. Yeah, said they're gonna make it in the next six months or yeah, something. literally like two. But they days, don't have a star. Literally like two days ago, I, I saw a news report saying yeah that they plan on filming in like uh, March or May around there. Yeah, that's why they they signed that guy down because he said like apparently he was whoever whatever director they got. Um, said like, if you guys are, are you guys serious about this? Because he was like, should I, cause they've been talking about like Bradley Cooper was involved, like Tom Hiddleston, like a lot of people have been involved in this Crow reboot and it still hasn't happened, but supposedly they are fairly serious. They signed this guy down that can't look for other work and they paid him off. So it oh, sounds shoot, like, you know what? I'm surprised they haven't made an Earthworm Jim reboot because that was originally going to be a movie back in 2009. Yeah, for, well, for video games, Earthworm Jim, like he hasn't done anything. Yeah, he had an HD remake in 2009. Yeah, but, you for know, the, like a, uh, a full-on game. I mean, I, I assume like Earthworm Jim would have like another game by now somewhere. Well, not not just an HD remake. 
Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. But it was all over after part three. Like, <laughs> you could do. I, I have a good idea for a remake. You could do Speed, but on a boat. <laughs> it could be called Speed. Um, speed boat. So speed on the water. Speed boat. Yeah. Yeah. No that one's is- come up with that. That's a wholly original idea. I just came up. Yeah. With. Wait, wait. Are you? Are you serious, Jim? Because they did make a speed too. Oh my God! What? What Don't define the heck? That is the joke. That is the what? joke. Don't you just they made the a joke. second speed movie on a boat. What? <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Coming Attractions. Tonight, we'll be reviewing Keanu Reeves in Speed Reading. All right, hotshot. You think you're so smart? Let's see you read this book. Bogus. If you read under 50 words a minute, this book explodes. Ready? Begin! One fish, two, oh no, two, two, oh, fish! Red, it's fish, you idiot, fish! Dude, now I lost my place. That was not a clip, that was the entire movie. The best speed joke is the Simpsons Homer, the Homer Simpson joke. He goes, "There was a movie about a bus that was speeding, and it kept, get, <laughs> and it had to maintain a certain speed, and if it didn't maintain that speed, it would blow up." I think it was called the bus that wouldn't stop. <laughs> that's, the, that's my favorite Homer joke. It's like it's like the dumbest joke in the world. But any, yeah, I actually saw Speed in theaters this year on uh on film for my birthday it was it was pretty cool i like speed it's a good it's the best diehard ripoff oh ever. yeah the post diehard era of action movies the everyman action because the, they would change it from diehard in a like so white house down is diehard in a in the white house and speed is diehard in a bus but speed's speed's still really good it's it's very silly and stupid especially on film it was like uh I like Speed, though. Keanu Reeves. That's my favorite Sandra Bullock movie. Well, after the blind. Oh. I actually, Keanu Reeves, man, that, that's a guy who, like, I, that is a guy. I appreciate that is a guy. <laughs> that's a guy. I appreciate him more as an actor every year. I recently saw John Wick. That movie is fantastic. Holy shit. Like, uh, I, like as much as I want to see a Bill Actually, Ted- you know what? I think that should be remade. But John- get... Get the kid. We need someone newer because, you know, 2014 was a long time ago. Let's get the Still kid from her. modern. I want the kid from Modern Family as John Wick. <laughs> no, I want no, a 2015 not. reboot. <laughs> 2014 doesn't speak to me. You know, that was Obama was president then. Uh, you know, things were so different. People cared about the Kardashians. Things have changed. Yeah. It's 2015. Well, we yeah, people don't give a shit about the Kardashians anymore. Yeah, oh, things- thank God. Things are so different. Remember, remember when <laughs> I can't come up with bit more. This bit is stupid. I'm sorry. Next question. Oh, wait, wait, wait. What about Bill, what about Bill and Ted three? No, that's never happening. It's never going to happen. I mean, maybe, but that's not a reboot. That's a sequel. Well, like any like a movie or spice didn't get another sequel. Like oh um well I want another Mad Max but that yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Well it'll be a while. We're getting another Mad Max. We have two more Mad Max films coming. I mean I'm surprised Supposed we haven't seen it. another uh, Zombie Land. But I mean they made a pilot for uh, for Amazon but it was uh with different actors and I heard a lot of horrible things about it. 
Well, apparently their biggest deal with not making a sequel is um, they signed all those people when Jesse Eisenberg and Emma Stone weren't as big. And then when they wanted to do another one, they needed more money and they were like, whoa, this will cost too much. So we're not going to do yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, wait. Hey, they made it. They just released a trailer for the next Alice in Wonderland film through the looking glass. Uh, and Tim Burton is not the director. No, wait, it's what? The James Bobbin who did the first Muppets movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, Maybe the second one also. I think yeah, Muppets the, Most Wanted. Is it, is, it, is it at least written by Tim Burton? Uh, I don't think he has any involvement. He's just the producer. I think he's he's getting a check. Which uh, Are you telling me you're giving me a reason to watch Alice in Wonderland, the sequel? I mean, the thing about Alice in Wonderland is, like, a lot of people saw it. Like, I th- it made a billion, over a billion dollars. But um, the problem was that everyone I talked to seems to hate that movie in retrospect. I, I'm curious I, how... What? I hate that movie so much. I love the original Alice in Wonderland book. I love the original animated movie. I went in that. I went to go see that film because I thought, oh, Tim Burton. I like Tim Burton. Maybe something good. I despise that film. I like literally. Here's how much I despise the film. I bought a copy of the movie and then I burned it. I took it. I lit it. Burned it. Why would you buy it? Why would you fucking <laughs> yeah, buy it? Why would you buy that? You supported it. <laughs> I you literally gave them more stuff. money. <laughs> You should have been I like me and just had somebody else buy it for you. If you really hated it, you would have downloaded it, put it on DVD, sold it to people who were going to buy the DVD and stolen money from it. Yeah. No, that would be supporting a movie. But You literally no, bought it! You fuck. No, you did support it. I'm not saying support the... You okay, moron. Anyway, but the, I'm curious... The, thing about the Alice in Wonderland movie is I'm curious if the sequel does well, if that'll affect how people will view the Avatar sequels, because um, I don't think uh, if this one bombs, I think people will go. Maybe people will not. Maybe people will not want to actually see the or they'll not invest as much in the Avatar sequels because they'll realize people don't like the original, you know? Yeah, is the similar. It was like the 3D movie right after Avatar that became a huge hit. Oh yeah, that and also um, uh, Clash of the Titans, which oh I saw oh. they delayed that movie for like a week just so they can put in 3D because they saw av- oh I remember that the 3D was supposed to be, I never saw it oh. I saw the original the Harryhausen okay. one but I didn't see I saw this in fucking theaters like we saw it midnight screening like we thought this was a good idea and it was like wow this is sh- this was boring as balls and also the 3D looks like ass because of course. It, it was never shot in 3D, but everything looks like a cardboard cutout. Like, looks like human, a cutout of humans with a backdrop of like a, a, of a cardboard background. It looks so fucking awful. It is it's, shit. Well, the best part is when the part in the, the ad where he goes, release the Kraken. That's the only good part. Yeah. I, I got the impression. Which I recall the, the, the Kraken fight scene literally lasted like 20 seconds, I recall. Oh, that's that sucks. If you're gonna release the Kraken, it has to be like epic. Yeah, I can't just like release the Kraken and then move on to something else. Oh, uh, how long was the Rhino in Amazing Spider-Man Two? <laughs> the very fucking end of the movie, like right before it ends. <laughs> well, it was at the beginning. It was the bookends of the film to to put another villain in for uh for Sinister Six. That'll never happen. Yeah, because so what, yeah, what's the new deal? What's the new deal between Marvel and Sony now? It's like uh, Marvel puts Spider-Man in the Avengers, and then Sony like 
gets well, to make. Oh, basically, basically, Sony gets profit, but they're not touching the films. Marvel is touching the films. Well, Marvel has all. They do all the funding and they do all the creative control. And so well, that's, not, that's not exactly. Well, what the deal is is they yeah they, they, much. they let them do it, but uh, Kevin Feige's producing the Spider-Man movie, but. Uh, Sony does get some input into the casting and to the Spider-Man movies, but they don't have – they just collect checks for the movies that Spider-Man is in but that aren't Spider-Man movies. Um, but the deal only lasts for until the end of, I think, Infinity War, until that was over and another uh, Spider-Man sequel. I don't know if they'll continue on with Spider-Man in the MCU. I just hope that. the MCU fucking dies after Infinity War. It, it oh, you don't like it? No, I do like it. It's just that it's not good. It's not it can't sustain itself for this. Yeah, long. I kind of was thinking that when I watched Avengers 2, I was like, you know, I enjoy this, but you guys are going to get to a point where it's going to have like 20 different superheroes and the general public's like, why are you seeing this nerd movie nerd? And they're not going to be into it anymore because it's like clearly going down that path. Like there's no way. I, th- I think I think Disney up. needs I think Disney just needs to keep their hands out of the projects a little bit because um it's weird. They give James, they give Guardians of the Galaxy to James Gunn, and James Gunn's like, oh, yeah, I'll do whatever I want, and everybody loves it. But when Edgar Wright is like, hey, I want to make my Ant-Man film, Disney's like, no. So Well, that's, that's kind of – what kind of happened with that was the – Marvel's been restructured since then, and um, Kevin Feige's in charge now. And the guy who was kind of running everything, this Russian billionaire guy who's running the financial has been pushed out of the movie side. Um and so we're not going to have those problems anymore. But also, I think Edgar Wright, James Gunn was okay with working by committee and compromising, and Edgar Wright wasn't as into that. But it was also that the creative committee behind Marvel was frustrating, but that has been taken out. So I think Edgar Wright could come in now, and it could have worked out a little better. But the people who ruined Edgar Wright doing Ant-Man have been taken away from the Marvel movies because Disney realized that was a problem and they restructured Marvel because of it, which is good. But we won't see the repercussions of that until after Doctor Strange, because those have already those movies, Civil War and Doctor Strange were too far into development at that point. I just want my Squirrel Girl movie. Oh, well, that's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I know. Be, she'll be a, a character far to the left or something. <laughs> She'll have like you know maybe two frames in the entire film. Oh, hey, next question, Fritz. Oh, sorry. Fritz. What, what was the question? I don't even remember. Who cares? Hey, Fritz Bochard. Question for everyone: If you could only bring only one Loki IRL character into real life, which one would you pick and why? <laughs> mm, which one can oh, kill? Come on, and we know why you chose this one. Yeah. It's the question uh, for me and me would... alone. Do everyone leave? This is my house. <sighs> okay, got, hey, hey, Jim, want to come uh, get get a pizza with me while Pan fucking gushes over his own shit? Oh, let's see, which okay, character cool. do I what want? What kind of toppings do you want? Um, I think, um, well, do you like pepperoni and sausage? Oh, what? Let's, so I which character I, I would want to bring to life, huh? Which one would I want to fuck? I want pineapple. Jim, what kind of toppings do you I'll want? Fuck the skeleton girl. Oh, She's awesome. I mean, I want uh, pepperoni and sausage. I'm going to fuck okay, the skeleton. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna call the pizza place. I'm gonna hold the phone up. Gonna... Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. What about me? I want I want pineapple. So I don't care. Pineapple. I like pineapple. Nick. Fuck off. Okay, and final question. Final question. <laughs> What's your deal with pineapple? Wait, wait. Final question. Okay, okay. Is that it? 
Um, I want to fuck the skeleton yeah. girl. Yes. Okay. Next question. Um, Katrina. Pizza Hut. My pizza skeleton. Hut. Wait, my, that's like Pizza my Hut. My skeleton Katrina character. Wait. Oh, are you calling? Are they? Are you ringing right now? Uh, yeah. What? Wh who am I calling? Final question for uh, you. Question: What cartoon deserves an MMO of its own? Han, I'm trying to order a fucking pizza. Charlie Brown. We're gonna do. We're gonna do. A, we're gonna do a bit. Yeah, we were gonna do a fucking bit. Fine, you were... go. Go order your pizza. Okay. okay. Hello? Hold on, uh, hold who, on. Who's this? This is Domino's. Why the fuck do you sound like Chris? Oh, <laughs> uh, because my name is Christopher. So we're two totally different people. Okay, the bit was ruined, Pan. Go on, ask. For you, I'm, I'm funny. For you, says question. What cartoon deserves an MMO of its own? MMO suck. This question sucks. Ask what's, Charlie, what's, what's, M uh, what's MMO? A massively mean? multiplayer online game like World of Warcraft. Oh, um, Charlie Brown. Uh, yeah, some with like a lot of characters. The Simpsons could do on it. You, you can go on quests as Charlie Brown, like Charlie, one of Charlie Brown's friends. Like you can. You, Doesn't Oliver Twist have a lot of characters? Like, Probably. Like do you that. can complete missions. Like you know, you can like try to kick the football and like you level up. I still say Adventure Time. Uh, there's other quests like you can uh, give Charlie Brown therapy and skill sets like therapy, footballs, uh, talking to adults. Like those are, <laughs> those are, uh, <laughs> those are things you can do in the game. Oh, I would like I would like one based on the ever popular film Willow. Um, I think it would really take off. What the hell is Willow? Wait, that sounds familiar. <laughs> Wait, it's you a... don't know what Willow oh, is? You know what Willow movie. is. Look up Willow. Oh, you, you should do one Willow. on Willow. I would like one on uh, no, just Willow. I'm okay with that. Willow did have an RPG on the NES, so hmm. no, no, no. How about a regular show? No, how about a regular show? I don't. I don't... I don't think that could work. It's not as many. Mow the characters. lawn. I think Every, it's a game where you mow the lawn. That's all you do. Yeah. Like remember? Okay. The, oh, I want some chicken if anyone remembers yeah. the video, the video game console. I mean, the portable game console. Uh, the Gizmondo. Uh, one of their flagship titles was "Mama, Can I Mow the Lawn?" <laughs> Mama, can I? Mow the, yeah, I remember yeah. that one. I actually played the demo to that one. That game is horrible. <laughs> well, I mean, look, you don't have much options on the Gizmondo. You also got the game Sticky Balls. <laughs> But I guess serious questions like remember Family Guy had an MMO? Yeah, and that was terrible. Like I remember there was like these statistics that said like 90% of the players didn't get past the first stage. Most of the people didn't even do the missions. They just walked around quoting Family Guy to each other. That, that sounds like middle school in 2005. Yeah, it's kind of like Newgrounds. Like. The biggest problem with um, MMOs is that they cost a lot of money. Like, uh, Even, God, the Star Wars Old Republic MMO by Bioware, like that never really gained a profit at the end of the day. Like People bought it, people played it, and you know, the, it's, the servers are still up. But in terms of profit and bank, no one ever really got close to World of Warcraft. Everybody was like, eh, you know, we'll make, you know, 10%, not bad. It reminds me of the story of that Lego MMO that came uh -oh. out. It, they were oh, like, uh, uh oh. Um, it was basically an MMO and you could build Lego stuff and shit in it. And of course, people are going to build dicks. So um, I don't remember verbatim what the story was. I'm sure you can find it somewhere. But basically, um, the abridged version of it is that um 
Lego was like, okay, got, okay, developers, you got to make sure no dicks. And the developers are like, what? And, and then Lego was like, you need to make sure there are no fucking dicks in this game, okay? We're fucking serious here. If one dick slips by, we're fucked. So what the developers did, they had to like code like all the software and shit to detect when people were building Lego dicks. And it took up so many, so much time and so much resources. It, it was the, that's why the MMO got canned was because they just spent too much time on dick searching software. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Uh, and dick, dicks ruin everything. Hey, hey, as a gay man. I believe that dicks do not ruin everything. I'm I'm sorry. You know Omegle and uh, Chat Roulette? Yeah, everybody remembers Omegle and Chat Roulette. It was, uh, like, I recall there was a news article saying that they wanted to create a dick detection software, like genital recognition software, to, like, automatically block people, but I guess it was just too ambitious. It's a lot easier just to block people. I remember that. I, did you, I saw a gif of these two people that looked like they're both, like, um... They were on chat roulette and it looked like they're both masturbating and then they brought their hands up and they're actually polishing shoes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was fun. That was a funny oh, thing. Oh, that was me. Other things that deserve an MMO, but yeah, Simpsons, I would want. And just like another open world Simpsons video game, like Hit and Run. Something with enough, like South Park could do it. Like you'd have to have a South ton. Park did it. South Park did well, do an RPG. No, they didn't do an MMO. They did an RPG. They did. They did the first one, which was um, Stick of Truth, and the second one is the Fractured but Pole. And um, yeah, so those are good. But even then, the amount of resources it takes is just too much money. Yeah, to keep the servers yeah. up. Like, uh, I still have like this this. The installed discs for um, City of Heroes and uh, Star Wars Galaxies, which Star Wars Galaxies was pretty shitty. Like, everyone hated that MMO. I thought that MMO lasted for, like, a decade. Yeah, it, it did last, but, like, I don't know, I, I remember playing it, and it's like, this isn't how a video game works, because you could literally, like, walk up the side of a mountain, like, no problem. It was so... It felt so buggy, like, it didn't feel complete at all. Did you guys ever play the uh, Elder Scrolls Online? No, we're not nerds. No, you're not nerds. Like, that's a perfect example of why, you know, MMOs don't really work anymore. No. It used to work in the early 2000s, but now we have mobile games and everybody's like Clash of Clans. Yeah. Free-to-play games have taken over the MMOs. Oh, remember when, um... Uh... <laughs> what was it uh i think it was champions online dc's um mmo like it, i think it was up for like a couple of months and then it immediately went to free to play like no one was buying this <laughs> everyone gave up on it well because when you do when you do when you do free to play you can at least get like oh this person will put a dollar this person will put a dollar and if you get enough people you end up with a million dollars so unless you just get a bunch of moochers Oh, but remember um, PlayStation Plus? Oh, Kanye West, Kanye West. Um, um, I don't know if you guys know this, but like Kanye West went on Twitter and was like, fuck mobile games. Seriously, whoever thinks it's okay to like let your daughter spend $30 million on an app is stupid. No, I think he was complaining about uh, the fact that they're, they're advertising uh, uh, things to buy on a children's game, that that part of it. Well, the, the funny okay. part about that is that his wife kim kardashian makes millions of dollars off of her game that does the exact same thing well well fuck that was that was what everyone was reacting to <laughs> well that's not <laughs> that a kid's game like, is it i don't know it's, yeah uh, is... no it's not no i mean the kids part <laughs> is right but 
but the, he was reacting to something like that. A lot of people went, wait, doesn't your wife make like a lot of money off of doing that exact thing? Kanye West doesn't care. It's Kanye West. Yeah, it's Kanye. Kanye West doesn't. He doesn't think things through. He just, like, says hey, shit. Hey, he's speaking for us. Another MMO, like, what's something so boring that's, like, it deserves an MMO, like? Oh, like, um, like Law & Order. That would be a great... In Law & Order, the game, there's, like, a murder every square, like, 20 feet, like, everyone's solving a case. That's gonna be ridiculous. Yeah, you'd have Criminal Intent, SVU, and regular Law & Order, and all the other spinoffs. Yeah, but you have to buy the expansion packs. But I think we need, like, um, Teletubbies, the MMO. I would be into that. No, Oogie Loves. Oh, yes. Oogie Loves does deserve an MMO. You get to battle with uh, Christopher Lloyd at the very end. That's the final battle. Once you level to level 50, like you're an ultimate Oogie. Wait, did you see Oogie Loves? No. Did you see uh, it? Uh, hey, what about uh, Hey Arnold, the, the we're MMO? We're talking about Oogie Loves. Yeah, we're talking about Oogie Loves right now, right? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm... Yeah. Did, did you see Oogie Loves, Jim, in theaters? No, you know, I kind of regret not seeing it, to be honest, just because I could say I did it. I should have seen Oogie Loves. It was like apparently uh, a lot of a lot of critics were told by their editors or like professional critics were told by the editors like that Monday or Tuesday, like, look, um, you have to see Oogie Loves before Thursday because it's leaving every theater in sight so you can review it because everyone wants to hear about it. <laughs> It has a 27% on Rotten Tomatoes. But it's actually the one of the highest, uh, the biggest box office bombs ever. Like it made, t- it cost 20 million, but it only made 1 million. I think Jem broke that oh, yeah. record. But the thing about Jem is, yeah. Jem was a lot less expensive. <laughs> J- Jem yeah, was- no, Jem, Jem was a bomb that they could survive. Like it's $5 million. Like that's why it was so low so that if he failed, they could be like, eh. Yeah. Which yeah. kind of stinks. Like what does that really say for your financial structures? Oh, put $5 million in this movie that a lot of people are, are fans of, but no one's going to watch. You know, they they could have given that to charity. They, they, could, they, could, they could put that into a better movie. You know, how about take like – how about take five million dollars from the CGI department in Transformers because nobody cares about the CGI in Transformers and put it into Gem and now you got ten million dollars. Literally, for the Gem only reason anyone watches Transformers. Yeah. Dude, have you seen the fourth one? The CGI is terrible. I, I, heard, so, it I is, heard a lot of people talking no, about how terrible no. it is. Oh, and there's a there's a My Little Pony doll that turns into a gun. Yeah, that. Does. I thought that was that, that, that was kind of funny actually. Why? My, <laughs> Oh. Why? Because we're giving little girls guns. That's why. Bang, bang, bang. Any last MMO ideas? Um, no. Maybe my own life, but I think my life is already an Mr. MMO. Mr. Rogers, the MMO. Moonbeam City, the that MMO. That would actually be cool, so that doesn't count. XX Bent Light X. Question. What, are, what is your internet white whale? Something you saw once or twice randomly but can never find again. Ooh. Oh, oh, shoot. I okay, a, I, I have a lot of these, actually. I have, like, 20 of these. This is a good one. Uh, the first one I remember is that there was um, a, what's it called, Video Killed the Radio Star music video where some guy 
like literally starts off he's driving a car and then all of a sudden um the the frame rips like paper and then he's driving a car but but it's an anim- it's like a hand drawn animated car and then his face changes like 20,000 times and then he goes into a vortex and then the vortex is kind of like um when it's like, he goes into this world of like Beavis and Butthead do America when they go on <laughs> drugs and you get rob zombie artifacts all over the place it was really weird i've spent the past like 2 years i can't find it on youtube for the love of me Damn! It was so awesome. Mm-hmm. Anyone else got 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 lost things that they can't find again? Um, well, you know what? Actually, more of mine are things that never made haven't made it online yet. Like just weird stuff I saw on TV, like that I thought would be online. Like I think I mentioned it before that when the weekend mall rats oh, came yeah, out, one, yeah, you mentioned that. There, yeah, there are all the yeah there are all these specials that on MTV, which I still haven't found. Um, there's a, there was this show, there's this bookstore in Baltimore, it's called Atomic Books, and they used to have a late night on Saturday, they used to have a show, and it would just show random film clips or cartoons or weird movies, and I always wish, like, someone had taped more of those, and I haven't been able to find that. Um, there was a couple, like, articles, like, I'd read a fact about a certain movie, and then I'd go back years later, and it's suddenly not there. And I'm I'm always like, what happened? Like that seemed to be like everyone believed that, and then it's just dis- like the the one about Blair Witch. I could it took me a while to find it. That the main thing that cost that that the main expense for that movie was a GPS system because GPS systems weren't common then. It cost like most of the movie's budget, but I couldn't. It took me forever to find an article about. It's like stuff more of it stuff like that where I read like a fact and I'll be like, wait, where'd that fact go? It was it was right here. <laughs> Nolan, you got one? Um, not that I can think of, honestly, no. Most of what um, I usually see is on Tumblr, and I come across it in the end eventually. So, hmm. yeah, I'm sorry. I'm going to be boring. I'm going to be boring and saying nothing. Well, I guess... Oh, there was... Can I talk, um, can I talk be... about a white whale that I found out, like, two days what? ago? Like, I finally found the video. Okay, so back in uh, 2006, when... Sonic the Hedgehog 2006 was coming out. Uh, there was a trailer on TV. It was I was uh, it was Saturday morning, and it had a farmer. The farmer is basically just standing in the middle of a field. He's like he's hearing a sound over the mountains. What's going on? And then before you know it, uh, this 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 um, blue hedgehog just like runs at the speed of light through the field. And then they say Sonic the Hedgehog 2006 must buy, and I remember that back in 2006, and that was the sole reason I bought that game. We're, we're not going to talk about how bad the game is. Bad the game itself is terrible. And I, I spent like what? What was it like? You seven this commercial. Years trying to, uh, you probably have it. Yeah, you. You. I found it two days you ago. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. That that made me, you know. Thanks for fucking nothing. Yeah, way to go, <laughs> asshole. What? What did I do? You ruined everything. You wasted everyone's time here. But it, okay. But um, <laughs> the one rested. Well, like, rested. at least I came on the podcast. Maybe, maybe if Nolan can pull for me, I might come back another time. Hey, but but the white whale <laughs> that I uh. That I sorry, I was thinking about this one video a long time ago. Like this was early days of YouTube, two thousand six, seven, around there. Um, it was just like a skit of these two guys playing Super Smash TV on their uh, Super Nintendo, 
and they're like, hey, you want to play Super Smash TV? Yeah, man, I love Super Smash TV, and they're playing it, and eventually they die, and they keep saying, fuck, shit, why do we keep swearing? Because swearing makes it, helps us feel good, because we're expressing our emotions, and eventually they start playing Super Smash TV even more, and they're, like, playing, like, really hardcore into it, like, they just keep going and going, like, and eventually they make it to, like, pretty far in the game, like, one of the bosses, and eventually, like, one of the other guys gets so fed up that he gets the Super Nintendo cord of the controller and wraps it around the other guy, and he starts choking him and choking him, and, like, he's struggling to, like, to loosen himself from the strangling. Is this a fetish video? <laughs> but eventually he just goes limp, and he dies, and that was the end of the video. Wow. So, that was, well, that was something. That was, that was, that was so fair. that's the end of the podcast. I'm Pan Pizza. Who are you? Oh, people? come on. One more question. That's, we we're like, no. done. We're no, it. I gotta return this movie to Redbox. What the fuck? Yeah. yeah, so I'm Pan. This podcast sponsored in part by Redbox. No, we're not really sponsored. We could get in trouble if we, we say these things. Hey, sponsored by Redbox. <laughs> we're sponsored by Redbox and Blockbuster no, Music. Oh, there's a Blockbuster still in my town. <laughs> But I'm. Wait, there is. Yeah, it's. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, there's a blockbuster in my town. Are you serious? Are you? You're not joking. No, it's there. I see it. You need to. I've seen it with my own eyes. I drink a video about that shit. That is the. That's like that is a white whale pan. That's a white whale. Are you? You're joking, right? No, I saw it. There's a blockbuster. Hey, there's, oh no, there's store. a blockbuster in my town too. Oh. Damn. Really? <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. Um, anyway, anyway. Well, okay, it's not, it's not okay. It's not technically my town, but it's like a forty-five minute drive. But yeah, there's a blockbuster around here. So this is the end of the podcast. I'm Pan Pizza. Who are you, people? Hold on. Wait. There's one more white male whale. Oh wait. Wait. I'm unzipping my pants. Holy shit! There it is. Oh, oh. oh God. Good I don't, one. I don't even know. I'm Pan Pizza. Who are you, people? I'm Nolan. Thank God, it's over. I'm Jim. And I'm Chris. Please, please, please tell Pan I want to put me back. I want to come Bye. back. I, to, I, I don't do any. I literally have nothing else to do on the weekends. Yeah, that's, I just that's, go that's home. That's the end of today. Next, next video is Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> Goodbye, every pony. Bye. Tell us out, Emily. Bye. Bye. Every pony. All the small things. True care. Truth brings. I'll take one lift. Your ride, best trip, always, I know, you'll be at my show, watching, waiting, commiserating, say it ain't so, I will not go, turn the lights off, carry me home,